arrival and he... Alright guys, we have um, an ex-Muslim. So are you an ex-Muslim? Yeah, ex-Muslim. Ex-Muslim. Hold on, wait. You're, you're the guy that I'm... Uh, you're the guy that you were... I've seen it the other day. You were watching that other dude... I don't know the David guy who was like eating the Quran mm-hmm. or, or something. That's you. You're watch you you watch you watch him eat the Quran. Yeah, yeah. I was there. With a- him. And and you were like you did a video or something ripping up the Quran and stuff. Don't you wow, think? Wow, like, man, that's dirty, man. Yeah, don't you think that there's a different way to like share your opinions and, and, and you know because share your ideas instead of like you know disrespecting the Quran and and ripping it and eating it and acting like complete hooligans. Of course, I think there's a different way to represent these things. I mean, we could talk about uh, what my motives are and what ex-Muslim motives are uh, yeah, but all, all day long. But, but of course, there is a different way to express your opinions. And to be very honest, I don't think there is any point in ripping up a Quran. I think it's a completely unnecessary. So why did, you, why did you do that? I did <laughs> it, seemed like, it, yeah, it seemed like you were egging it on because, you know, like, like I understand you're ex-Muslim and uh, you, you have your own faith at the end of the day. You know, everybody, Muslims have their own faith at the end of the day. But like... It seems like you have like this vendetta against Muslims. No, you know, no. like, I did like that you're, you're an ex-Muslim, but you, you represent I'm an ex-Muslim. Like, you know, like, you know, the reason it's an ex is like it should be in the past. Am I right? Like, I don't know. Like, no, I did that for a very uh, for a very specific reason. When I ripped up the Quran uh, on that show, for example, I uh, explained very clearly why I was ripping up the Quran as I was doing it. So if people actually want to go there and see yeah, what I was what's saying the, as what's I was the, ripping up the Quran, the, no, no. what I was saying what's is the that, explanation um, to like ripping the Quran? Like, the tell us here that, instead of going on to your like tell us here like of course the, no, I, will, I will i will explain it to you just let me speak i will explain it to you yeah uh so i i am doing my ex-muslim work right and there was there was a lot of back and forth between between me and muslims and it's it's all going uh well as, as it maybe should i don't know but uh recently between me and uh muhammad hijab and ali dawah there has been a lot of yeah uh, no, but this a, is a not even of, about no no so sorry to cut you no, this is not about muhammad hijab or ali dawah it is, or to, it is, it is. I, I don't even, we don't even care about them we're not de- defending Wait. them at all we're defending okay. islam and the quran i know you I know, know but, you ripping up the quran it's like what what's your defense you're you're mentioning them Muhammad and Hijab and Ali Dawa have nothing to do with you ripping the Quran. You're disrespecting billions. That's what I'm trying to say. You disrespect. Well, let me talk. But it has to do with this. The whole protest. So no, it doesn't have to do with ripping up the Quran. It was an act of protest. It it was an an act of protest. Protest? What? You know how much people you're offending? You're offending so many people. Are you going to let for no reason? Are you going to let? Do you believe about like right and wrong as an ex-Muslim? Like, do you believe in right and wrong? Of course I do. But come on, I came here. I came here. Do you think that what you did was right? I came here so we can we can exchange exchange. Yeah, we're just asking. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking you a question. Like, do you, do you think what you did was right though? Like, do you, do th- you think th- that's I th- right? I, th- I think it was right. Yes. You, th- you think ripping up the Quran? So that's you, how you, th- just, th- just you think, because you disagree you think, with a certain you think, group of people, do you think you're gonna, people you're gonna who don't believe in Islam is right? N- no, we do not. We do not condone of killing. We do not. Do you think sending? Well, anyone, rape, if someone, do you think sending veiled rape threats? No, to people's if lives, anyone changes their religion or anything, we don't. We don't condone killing or nothing. Islamically, if you kill one person, it's like you kill all humanity. That's how precious a life is in Islam. But you are aware you know that, right? that according to Islam, uh, as someone who leaves Islam and who openly says that he left Islam is supposed to be put to death. This yeah, is according to all Islamic jurisdictions. No, no, we do not. We do not condone of killing anyone. You mu- you must have had a but Adam, misunderstanding. Uh, Hold on. When you were Muslim, yeah. I feel like you must have had a misunderstanding. No. Yeah. I feel like and. Have it's got not, to the point where you're recently, ripping. Have you not recently made a response video to uh to me and Ali Dawa even made a response video in which Ali Dawa clearly this, this said this isn't about Ali Dawa or Muhammad Hijab. This isn't about Dawa them. It seems like said that I it has nothing. I don't care about Ali Dawa. I don't care about Muhammad Hijab. I'm talking about you. Why okay. are you ripping up the Quran and you th- you thinking it's right? Because it's an act of why are you ripping up su- and you're eating the, the Quran. Fact, you look the, like a child. And the fact that you're trying to back it up as is like some for some protest. Like come on, that's a, that's a, that's that's a petty excuse, my friend. 
You're disrespecting. I don't know if I should Ali Dawa recently made a video in which Ali Dawa, Muhammad Hajjaj, Ali Dawa, Muhammad, you love them. That I deserve to no, they, the death no, we do not condone. We do not. No one, none of, none of us condone. So you do not agree that people should be put to death for not, believing Islam? We do not condone. No, 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 we don't. no death, man. We don't. I'm, I feel what? bad. Human life is all of humanity. You, you must have, Look that up. You must then, have misunderstood. Then why, did you, then why did you put Allahu Akbar under Ali Dawah's video? Allahu Akbar means God is I, greatest. Why Allahu did you agree with his video? Allahu Akbar, if you were... I should be killed. Allahu Akbar means God is the greatest. It means God is the greatest. Did you well, forget that? Or no? it, you depend, it depends like, like the way you you take it. Like Allah Akbar probably to you means some other crazy things because you probably see things in the media mm -hmm. and that probably that's affecting your you know your small brain. But you have to understand that like it means slim, slim, if you look you both, it up, both, it's called God. I don't, I don't think both of you are uh, above intelligent people. I could now sit oh, here wow, and insult, and insult you said, intelligence. But you, I, I mean, you're, I, I don't think you're intelligent either. You rip Qur'ans for protests. I could sit here and call <laughs> There's so many intelligent. different ways to protest. I have a question, though. I have okay. a question. But, but it's not about Ali Dawah. It's not about Muhammad. This, 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 is, this, is, this is very childish. I didn't come here to insult you. And I don't... Yeah. Uh, no, no. I'm not insulting you. We're trying to understand you. Like, I'm really... I'm very confused. You're not trying to You're not letting me speak for five seconds. You're not Speak, speak, speak. You're insulting me you're you're uh, you're interrupting me whatever i said i haven't i, I haven't didn't i never said a plus i never said a plus or nothing i yes, never you, said nothing you, you typed it here on the screen you typed a plus right here on the screen i thought honestly <laughs> i thought that was you know i, I don't know why i you thought you knew it was a plus too call bro. yourself a prophet you know yeah of course but um uh, um yeah so as i was saying i have a question i have a question why like like why is it when someone you know leaves islam they end up putting like you know, everywhere in their bios and everywhere, like, oh, ex-Muslim, ex-Muslim. They're always, it's like Islam is live, living rent-free in their heads. Like, what's, what's the point of that? Will you let me explain that? Yes, I will, I will let okay. you explain that. How about this? Let me, give me two minutes. Give me two, two minutes, minutes and I will explain it to you, okay? You're going to have two minutes for what? I will explain to you why uh, an ex-Muslim like me, for example, or other ex-Muslims speak out against Islam and put it on their bios. I will explain it to you. Could you do you give me two minutes and promise me not to not to interrupt? You need two minutes. Two you, minutes. You look at your phone. You can't answer it from your heart. Fine. Give me. Can you answer it from your soul? No. I'm I'm setting a timer. Okay, can you a give timer. me two minutes? Can you give me two minutes to explain to explain why why <laughs> people are why ex Muslims talk about this? You, you know what? Talk. Before, how about this? How about this? <laughs> I know you you kind of you you offered to be on our on our podcast and stuff like yeah. that and you you were I don't know I feel like in a way I feel like you you know that we're not really knowledgeable you you say that oh you're not knowledgeable about Islam you, you shouldn't be saying that at all you know what I'm saying we we still like we're Muslim at the end of the day but we there's more scholars there's Islam scholars there's people who know who are very knowledgeable they go to school for it and they know so we have we have a friend we have a friend of ours who's gonna come and you know talk to talk to all of us and uh who's more knowledgeable about this so come on in He's very educated, so like, you know what I'm saying? Huh? He's, he's a very good uh, friend of ours. Who's who's knowledgeable and would know like- He just, he's because he, he, I want him to like be able to ha like- Who, who is, is he going to join Exchange like words I, I, with I, I, you as well. He's going to come in. Yo. Where's he, huh, huh. Where's he at? What? In the meantime, if you want to talk about- Yeah. Your two-minute timer thing. Okay, Here, sure. Here's a chance. Talk about here's it. a chance while he comes in. So you have asked me why uh, people who leave Islam are so obsessed with Islam and why they make it so uh, open that they have left Islam and, and why they talk about Islam. Let me tell you that there are many ex-Muslims in the world, including me. I grew up with Islam. I was extremely religious when I was. A, when unmute I them. Some, unmute them. Uh, unmute. Un unmute. Ask. Mm. Unmute. Ask. Unmute. No, 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 not him. Oh, what do you mean? Go. No, ask the the bottom. Yeah, that one. Ask. Unmute. All right. So go on, go on. I'm sorry. Go on. 
I was extremely religious when I was a Muslim. Uh, I believed in Islam very firmly. I was raised until when? So, until when? What's until your nationality, when? by the way? I just want to know Tur your nationality. Turkish. Turkish. I was raised with it. My parents are uh, very religious. I was in very religious environments, and uh, after after leaving Islam, like many other Muslims, like many other ex-Muslims, I was basically shunned, basically rejected by society. I, but my situation is not very bad. I live in America freely right now. I have uh, burned the bridges. I've come here. I'm I'm free, and I can do and say whatever I want. But it's not about me. It's about so many other people. In, in over 12 countries, it is officially punishable by death to leave Islam. And leaving Islam leaving Islam is today, in 2020, officially punishable by death. In many other countries, it is forbidden. In many other countries, it's a social taboo. People persecute and, 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 and uh, you know, punish their kids and their, uh, their loved ones, their known ones for leaving Islam. So people live under persecution if they leave Islam. So your entire life is affected by Islam. And afterwards, if you decide not to believe in it, just because you don't believe in it, you are also followed and persecuted for that. So it is completely normal that somebody who leaves Islam, whose entire life was defined by the fears of Islam and by the introductions of Islam, uh, also uh, leaves uh, Islam. We, we have a friend here who's more... Um, uh... I, I will feel not, like he's way not, more. I will not talk to Mohammed Tijab. Mohammed Tijab is he, insulted. Really, has insulted he's, my wife. He's, he's really not. Oh, no, 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 no. You've you've disrespected, you bro. You've disrespected. No, I, 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 you ripped up the I do not. I do not care. And then, and then you talk Muhammad about Tijab is a scumbag. Relax. It's not about Muhammad Tijab. No, it's not about him. Muhammad Tijab is a scumbag. I have made I have made a debate over. Shut the shut the hell up. I have. You you are scared. You are scared. Everybody. Everybody. I made a debate offer. I made a debate offer to Mohammed Hijab. I made a debate offer to Mohammed Hijab. He can't hear us. He can't hear any of us. He can't hear any of us. I made a debate offer to Mohammed Hijab. Mohammed Hijab accepted my debate offer because you I can't hear any of you on Zoom. Unmute. Unmute. Unmute on Zoom. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. Can you unmute as well? Go. Come to Zencaster. Mohammed Hijab is here. We don't hear No, it's all right. Um, we're here. Can you hear us here? I can hear you guys, but he's gonna have to unmute if he wants to engage. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Um, uh, can you unmute your uh, microphone? I could do that. Yeah. Can you hear us now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I haven't, I haven't been paying attention to what you've been saying because I haven't, I can't actually hear. Uh, anything. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, as I was yeah. saying, we were telling him about um, his childish acts that he was doing. Yeah. Uh, ripping the Quran and uh, watching that guy eat the Quran, and he's trying to defend himself. But he just yeah. kept on mentioning your name, Ali Dawa's name, which I feel right. like is childish. It, it has nothing to do with Muhammad Hijab or Ali Dawa. This is right. about you disrespecting, you know, the Quran. Like, what kind of? There's different ways to share your opinions. Okay. Uh, I, I have to. I have to say something very quickly. Yeah. Um, you yeah. have. Adam and uh, Slim, you have invited me here today. Uh, yes, acted, acted, acted as if you were very genuine people. Texted me no, and said, "We're here. You want to And said that I would be talking yeah. here to, 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 to the We two are talking here, to the two. We are talking. You, you didn't say anything about Muhammad Hijab. I wouldn't okay, have come here. I wouldn't have come here. He helped us, brother. He helped us. I would not. I would not have come here if Muhammad Hijab was here because I made a debate offer to Muhammad Hijab, which Muhammad Hijab clearly rejected. Afterwards. After what Muhammad Hijab said, told me to commit suicide. He harassed my wife. He tried to dox me. He tried to dox me. He made death He made rape threats. He harassed people's family. He tried to dox me. Look, listen. 
Oh, you also excuse him for my for my for my including he also approved of Ali Dawa insulting my I just want to say one thing before you I mean you can go if you want to that's just gonna it's just gonna say something about your spirit here it will say something well, about you everybody you I think right. to give it to you about you right now I made you no, a debate no, 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 you no, ran away you, you are a pussy you are you are a bunch of unreliable dishonest listen 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 I came here in good faith uh, listen, of all due respect, I mean, what we can do now. I have is, no. You, don't speak res- to me about. Don't okay, speak to me no about problem. respect. Will you okay, take no back problem, what you have no said? Problem. Will you have taken no back problem, everything no that you have problem. said? Let's, I let's will not listen to you. Will you take listen, back everything listen, that you have said? Finish, no, let's, people let's, let's, listen, give me a chance to speak. Give me a chance to speak. Hey, all I'm saying, all I'm saying now, putting all of the hostilities and the toxicities to the side. I will not put it aside. Oh well, if you can't, if you can't manage that, right? If you can't manage that, then you can't manage freedom of speech. <laughs> that, has, that has nothing to do with freedom. That, freedom of speech. That is not how freedom of speech works. You're okay to eat up that, and laugh at it and rip it up, but when you, you have no understanding of philosophy, that, that is not everybody. That is not what freedom of speech is about. Look, freedom of speech. I, freedom of speech is about the fact that I can say something. I'm not, hey, but, I'm, look, I'm not being insulting to you right now. Yeah, I'm you have been insulting enough. Listen, listen. Sorry, please. You're a person who refutes Islam intellectually. That's at least the claim that you make. All I'm doing now, we're people that have much bigger platforms than you. We're giving you a chance, okay, as an unqualified person who, as you are, Shut to actually make a case you against have your, Islam. You have no, made your name. You have look, made your look, name look, by look, attacking. Please, please, don't tell me about giving people platforms. Please, please, please. We're giving you a chance. Look, look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you this. Have, you have made your name by attacking. Don't talk about. Don't, listen, don't talk about. Just for a second. Just for a second. Stop being emotional. Stop being emotional. Be calm. All we're saying is, look. If you have a case against Islam, all I want to hear now is your strongest argument I will against not talk Islam. To you. I will not talk to you. Say your strongest Just argument. We're saying say it. Your say your strongest, strongest argument against Islam. I'm happy to I hear it. I will, I, will, I will not talk to you. I would you have an argument? Listen, listen. Mohammed, you have to talk to me. You are talking to me. Mohammed, you have to talk. Look, you are talking to me. You have a, you have an opportunity now to speak in front of millions of Muslims. I will. I have made you an offer in which we were going to talk about. You have a chance. The floor is yours. The floor is yours. In front of millions of people. Once millions of people, Muhammad? this is your chance. Yeah. This is your chance. What we're saying is... I have is, made you one listen, offer to do this is exactly that in front of millions which you of people. have refused. Listen, no. put the offer aside for this now. Is, this, is this. this is not look, how we do look, this. This is not look, how we do this. Look, look, you said you would love to talk. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. You seem jittery. Don't be jittery. Don't be scared. I'm not... Shut the hell up. This is not about being scared. Stop being so damn condescending. Stop being so damn condescending. You know what I feel like? I'm going to talk right now. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. No, no, no. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. You know what I feel like? I feel like you're trying to take advantage of me and Slim because we're not knowledgeable. Mohammed Hijab is a friend of ours. He's a friend of ours. He is very educated. He is, he is uh, inspiring. Why are you taking off your headphones? Put your headphones on. Can you hear us? Let me speak. All right, speak. Let speak, me speak. speak. Please do. Please no, do. Let me speak. Let's hear, Let he me said, speak. We just said present your strongest I argument. I cannot hear you. Let me speak. All right. We're letting you speak. Go ahead. Number one. Let me speak. Number one. I made, it, I made an offer to Mohammed Hijab, which was very clear in the very beginning, which was that we are going to have an online debate. That is the fairest discourse that you could possibly well, imagine. Right imagine. This imagine. is not about this. Look, look. Oh, oh, on, let, let me talk. Let me talk. He's, all right, he's using that excuse right now because you keep interrupting. All right, listen, listen. You made an offer to debate him, it right? It was the fairest right. offer that you, you could possibly offer now. in the world to, have an, to, have, an actual, to have an actual... 
because you are not letting me talk. Do you see the difference? The difference okay. between a debate would be that I would have 20 minutes to talk. Mohamed Hijab would have 22 yeah. minutes to talk. Yeah, yeah, it would be in nobody's minutes, control. Okay, nobody could interrupt I'm anybody. And we could talk. And we could talk. No, I'm not going to talk about you on your platform. Number two. Number two. Number two. Adam Saleh and Slip. I have offered you a very clear choice and said I will come to you and talk to and talk to Ali Dawa and you two it, it seems like about our religious here, beliefs. Yeah. Did I do that or did I not look, do look, it? Look, can I say something? Look, look, all I'm saying is this, right? Putting all of the negotiations aside for the debate. Look, we're here, here and now. People on your side and my side, they want to hear an engagement. If you want me to be, with all due respect, with all due respect, we don't like each other, that's fine. You can put that to the side. You're here in front of a fresh new audience of Muslim people, all right? We're giving you a chance as um, someone who is a critic of Islam, a polemic against Islam, to produce your strongest argument against it. Now, what I'm going to say is this. Look, I'm happy to stay quiet for as long as you want me to stay quiet. Right now, if you say, look, stay quiet for five minutes, stay quiet for 10 minutes, I will, I will be muted for that time, okay? And then I'll have the same time to... to yeah, I, I can't. I can't see what's going on. What are you doing? So what's going on here? What are you doing? This is so. Yeah, look, let's talk about now. Let's talk about now. Let's have our conversation let's now. Conversation no, should we pull up now. your tweets? We're gonna pull up your tweets here. You want to pull up tweets? Let's pull up your childish tweets into the stuff. You are, you are, you're just running you are, away. You are making you are making you're rape running, implications yeah, about my wife. You are making rape threats about my wife. That's not about you're your making, wife. You're making you're rape implications about, about your my wife. wife. And that's, that's aside the point. That's, it doesn't say your wife anywhere there. It says you're making rape implications about my wife. About and you are seriously. Your wife. That has and you are seriously expecting you me. You have a chance. Mohammed Hijab, what would happen if I insulted your wife sexually? What does it say your wife there? Right here. This is my wife. No, that doesn't say when these Islamophobes. That's these What would happen if I insulted your wife? You can do it. It's freedom of speech. You can do that if you like. Yeah. You <laughs> what, what, would it, would it be? Is it freedom no, of speech? No, no, it is. You insult my prophet. You eat the Quran. You rip it up. How, I mean, how about how about Ali Dawa telling me that so you I should have sex with my friend? How about Ali Dawa telling me that I should have sex with my three-year-old son? Your wife how about is a that? public figure. Your wife is no, online she, on a public... public public figure by definition is she has a public profile she's open to people know her just by her name why is it that freedom of speech is only applicable when that is not what freedom of speech is about freedom of speech why can you rip up the quran but then when we come back right and do something against the public figure which you might find distasteful you're you're now panicking and having an anxiety attack Mohammed, why has the cat cut you? Are, you are an intellectual. Why has the cat got your tongue? You are an intellectual. Why, has, are you insulting him? why are you insulting him? Why don't you no, produce no, your strongest no. argument against Islam? Are you stupid? Are you stupid? Are you stupid? The guy is sitting there insulting me. I'm responding to him. He's not insulting you. Look, I'm saying to you, look, if you want 10 minutes, I will be muted. Listen. I don't, look, don't worry about insults. Insults are freedom of speech. That's what no, you believe. No, they're not. That's, that's yes, not how it works. No, they are freedom of speech. That is not how it works. I, look, I, look, with all due respect. You have yeah, no understanding of, of philosophy. That is not how freedom of speech I have four works. degrees to my name. Yeah, four. you don't know anything about four. it. Freedom of speech. You have is And one of those, by the way, is in political philosophy, which is by, about freedom of speech. By bearded Islamist, that's where you got your philosophy degrees. What are your degrees? It I've doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter to you. You don't. It doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter to you. You don't have a basic understanding of freedom of speech. You do not have the authority to tell me what you think freedom of speech is. I have actually written books on liberalism. I don't care. 
if you, you, if you contradict my professors, my professors, when they were peer reviewing them, they didn't tell me that I was wrong about my understandings of freedom of speech. Okay, can you claim it? Can you tell me this then? Yeah. According to you, does freedom of speech mean that you can say whatever you want and nobody should get angry about this? Well, according to liberal philosophers like John Stuart Mill, yeah, in his book on utilitarianism and other books like On Liberty and so on, freedom of speech is only curtailed by the harm principle. And for him, freedom, the harm principle entails physical harm. There were some things that he mentioned in his book that he saw was distasteful, right? So, for example, people having sexual intercourse, he said things that affect the sensibilities of people. But, for example, people having sexual intercourse in the, uh, on the roadsides, John Stuart Mill um, saw that as something which is unethical. But in terms of me insulting, the freedom to insult is not something which is censored by people, freedom of speech advocates, including yeah, those philosophical founding, philosophical founding fathers. Now, my point is this, is, is very it's very happy days for you when you come up and rip the Quran and eat it and spit it out. It's freedom of speech. That, but when I, no, no, hold on. But when I don't, within the scope of the law, because to this day, there's no police officer that has contacted me. And believe you me, there is no court injunction against me. All the things that I've said on Twitter are by law, UK law and US law, absolutely within the full scope of the law. And I'm waiting for a court order. I'm waiting for an injunction to prove me otherwise. There's nothing within the, the spirit or letter of the law, nor Was that my question? within the parameters of freedom of speech as per liberal ethics that stop me from insulting you and your, your wife who has a public figure platform attacking Islam and calling the prophet of Islam all kinds of names. If, you can't, if you can't handle, yes, if you cannot handle, yeah, the freedom of speech when it comes back at you, do not try and give it to people, a community of people, by eating, spitting out the Quran, laughing at the Quran, and so on and so forth. Because that would imply that you are a person of weakness. You're an was that my question? Yeah, yeah. So th th that's, that, that answers your question. Okay, well, let me respond. Was that my question? Do you really think that was my question? What's your question? Just repeat it for yourself. Was that really my question? What was your my question? Que my question was, according to your understanding of freedom of speech, yes. does freedom of speech mean that you can say whatever you want and no one can be angered about it? No, not whatever you want. There are laws of libel. There are laws of defamation. There are laws of copyright. There That's are not the point. Laws. So if, there are. Is your freedom of speech? Does yeah. your freedom of does freedom of speech, according to you, mean that no one can be angry about it? About what you well, said. We're angry about you eating and spitting out the Quran, and you, you and David. Exactly. Of course, you can. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you don't want to play by the rules, don't do the things that aggravate other communities. Well, that was not my, what my question was about because you are making it look like we can be angry. You are, you are making it look like uh, I have no right to be angry and to refuse to talk to you because you insulted because your mind has got nothing to do. You want to debate him though. You offer to debate him, and then when you have the yeah, opportunity to debate him, in your face, your anger, the truth doesn't care about your anger. Everybody, everybody, do you see this? This is exactly why I'm not wanting to have this, this conversation. Why? I'm here, I'm here trying, I am here trying to give you a response, and you haven't even let me talk. Go ahead, and, but come on, man, you never do that. The more you're talking about is responding. Go on, go ahead. The floor is yours. Okay, I will include this in my upcoming video about you, Mohammed Tijab. I, I think. You think you can evade that, but uh, I have a video up upcoming about you in which I will demonstrate. You, can, yo, this is not about Muhammad Hijab. This isn't about Ali Dawa or anybody. I don't know if you're in love with him or something, but this is about you ripping up the Quran and, and laughing at people eating the Quran and talking about urinating on the Quran on your Twitter. Is, like, is this, this is this worse? Is this worse than telling people that they should be put to death for? This guy, no, no, we, we don't condone. Any, look, you're for, childish. 
child we'll leave it, we'll leave it you're, you're complaining about insulting and then you're doing something is this is this is this worse see that you just mean what about what about worse than telling people that they should doesn't affect us when you do even writing wrong i sometimes i put i put the quran in i can burn and I can put it it's, in water. It's it great that it doesn't affect you. It's great. It's fantastic that it doesn't affect what's you. Your, what's your point by doing that? But is it but is this worse so than lame. telling people so than telling Honestly, people that they should be this is your defense. What we're saying is we're not saying that you should be no. killed. Let me put that on the record. Let me put that on the record. You brought it up. I'm responding to you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me put it to telling people they should be killed. Let me well, Apus, listen. I'm telling you right in front of you. Fuck up. Don't call me Apus, okay? I can answer me a question. Answer, answer me a question, Mama. You have talked. You have talked enough. I have gave you the time to respond. Why would answer, you answer me one question? Seven thousand miles answer away. Me, answer me one question. Yeah, go ahead. Adam Adam Saleh and uh, Slim Al Bahir here were not uh, convinced that this is the response. According to uh, to Islam, under an, Islam, under an Islamic under an Islamic unqualified understanding of it. Yeah. You're, you're not qualified, are you? Let's be honest. You don't have any training in Islam, do you? Do you have according, any training in Islam? According to Islam. You're according to Islam. Your own admission. So why are you saying according to Islam? You should say according to my understanding of Islam. Which I'm, is, asking, I'm asking you a question. Can I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I ask you a question about the Islamic rulings? Yes, you can can ask I ask you a question? Ask the educator the question, yes. You are an idiot. Can I ask you a question uh, uh, about the Islamic rulings ahead, according to my understanding? You don't even have the brain to think about this. I'm I, asking I, you a I, question I, I, about I, your Islamic wait. rulings. According, according to the Islamic jurisdiction, according to Islam, according to the, yeah. Islamic, the Islamic... Whatever. According to... Yeah, that's, it, it's, my, it's my third language. While you, while you spend time going into... Answer the question. According to Islam, somebody who leaves Islam, i.e. Yeah. me or other people, Somebody who leaves Islam yeah. and makes it public yes. that they have left Islam yes. and explains to the public yeah. that they have left Islam and why yeah. they have left Islam. Yeah. Is this person to be put to death under Islam? Well, I've written a book on this. It's actually called... Just the the question. You don't need to write uh, well, just well I just, just want to put to you that I've written a book on this, which is actually my dissertation for one of my degrees, which I got a distinction in and which was peer-reviewed by two people in... Two liberal people, by my, my ad, and given a distinction. So I think this will be a professional answer here, not like yours. My answer is this. It really depends on the situation. I'm not saying to you that Islam, the only ruling in Islam, is that the person who is a public apostate is to be put to death. In fact, in the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, where the Prophet Muhammad had a negotiation with uh, Suhail ibn Amr, in that treaty, there was a clear... Um, parentheses put in place or a clause a stipulation put in place whereby uh, apostates would be actually redirected or strategically relocated for that reason Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah and many of the scholars in fact from my reading the majority of scholars say it's possible that a public apostate and listen carefully I'm answering your question directly a public apostate just like yourself not just within the western world but within an Islamic state uh, is not actually put to death and is strategically located uh, to another country, for example, a safe haven, and that is not despite the Islamic law. That is because of it, and the reason and, and the evidence of that is the Hadith in Bukhari, which is the, as you know, the most authoritative Hadith book, which stipulates this point uh, on, on on the Kitab of, um, sorry, the, the Hadith of uh, Suhail ibn Amr. So, in other words, what I actually recommend in my book, which is ironic, I say that in this day and age, my position is not that. 
apostates, even in Muslim countries, this is my position, even in Muslim countries which claim to rule by Islamic law, I proposed in the book, yes, in the book, I proposed that it would be within the maslaha, the common interest of the Muslim people, yeah, to make peace treaties, the like of which was seen by the Prophet Muhammad himself, with non-Muslim countries such that uh, apostates in certain Muslim countries are not to be put to death and in fact are strategically located to other non-Muslim countries uh, in a way to protect their life. And in fact, if you go against such treaty, according to the scholars that I've mentioned, Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah, al-Mirdawi and others, who actually mentioned this very explicitly in their uh, jurisprudential tracts, if you go against this, then that would be something which is seen as immoral because it goes against the contractual agreements. It says in Surah Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 1, O you have believed, uh, be faithful to your contracts. And that includes contracts with disbelieving nations. It includes contracts with uh, non-Muslim nations and so on and so on. So my position actually is this. If there is a country now that wants to rule by Islamic law, I do not think it uh, within the common interest of that particular country to exercise that particular law of apostasy. I think it is within full the full scope of the jurisprudential uh, Islamic uh, allowance, as well as the law for that Muslim country to make a peace treaty with other non-Muslim countries such that there will be a strategic uh, relocation. Uh, and that is my position on the matter. Yes, of course, in history, there have been times where there have been public apostasies. But in the book that I've written, uh, and, uh, and the capital punishment employed. But that's not the position that I think is most beneficial for the world today. And I think, uh, actually, my historical analysis, when I did a historical analysis, I looked at uh, America and I looked at Turkey, which are countries... Well, you are contradicting with the, uh, with, with, with the historical consensus in Islamic jurisprudence. Well, actually, I've just mentioned to you... No, you, you're saying I'm contradicting it. I'm giving no, you, you evidence it, from... It, it, it is very clear that you are when there's no difference of opinion. I've just told you Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah... That's, that's not what consensus Zerl means. Zerl Ma'ad, sorry. He the majority mentioned consensus that is that... This. How can it be consensus? The majority consensus is that apostates are to be put to death, which is... No, you're, the, you're the, forcing, the, you're the, forcing the, your worldview on us. I am forcing. There are you several countries. There are several that. countries in the world to, in the world today that have Look, this. I'm not saying. According that, to you, listen, listen. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm telling it's, you it's, what you don't want to hear. Maybe, but I'm telling you, it's possible. No, yes, you are, you are being dishonest because you you came here listen, before listen. and you excuse. As you know, as you know, I'm not. I'm not shy to say something outrageous. I'm a wild character. If I want to, I'll say something I, outrageous. I, think I have no problem. I'm telling you what what it is that I've looked at from the books that I've read and the scholars that I've spoken to, all of them agree with me, yes? That actually it's completely conceivable and totally allowable within a Muslim nation that a Muslim nation does a peace treaty with a non-Muslim nation and the apost a public apostates that come out and say, we are public apostates. We are against the Prophet Muhammad. We are against the, just like you. And even, you know, and so on and so forth. Maybe not just like you actually, but someone who does all that stuff. And then they can be... What would happen to you? Well, it depends on what you want to do. If you are a public apostate and just if, go if, I, if I did if I did exactly what I'm doing right now in, in in the ideal Islamic country, what would happen to me? Well, look, if you did what you're doing right now in an ideal Islamic country, I'm sure there will be vigilantes, okay, that will take that will take the law into their own hands. I'm not. There's a difference between what the civilians do, yes, and what the the, the law says. In an ideal Islamic well, country, vigilantes would probably kill me. It's like okay. asking me if I. Do you know this? There was a film called Die Hard Three. You know, uh, I used to watch films when I was younger. Die Hard with a Vengeance, 
And then, you know, Bruce Willis, he came with this, uh, with this postage saying, I hate niggas. Sorry to say the word, but he, he said, I hate niggas. And he went to Harlem. You know Harlem. And, you, and, then, yeah, and then these yeah. guys saw him and they were going to kill him. But I'm not going to tell you that if you are living in a Muslim majority place and you're ripping up the Quran in front of in Pakistan or someplace, that you're going to be fine. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not talking yeah, about ripping I'm, up I'm the Quran. I'm talking about laws. Doing. I'm talking to you about what's okay. conceivable. That uh, was my question. What, 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 what about the law? Yeah, the law, what I'm saying to you is, I've just told you what the law is. Public no, you, you, you said, you said, yeah, yeah. Uh, you well, said, said like in, in the, From the law perspective, it's, it's totally conceivable, as I've just mentioned, right? And do you know what I've said is, the book that, the book that I've written, which is called the uh, 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 public, uh, sorry, I can't remember, it's a treatise. I said it's, it's called um, uh, critique, uh, Critiques of the Public, uh, the Liberal Critiques to Ridda. That's the name of the book. That I've, I've forgot the name of the book. It's called the uh, Liberal Critiques to Ridda. Okay, and this book, what I what I actually show historically is this, because I'm sure you're aware you're a Turkish-speaking person. You can actually access now online the majority of Ottoman archives, and a, a lot of it will be in Ottoman language. So it's actually not even in Arabic. But this is, it's kind of Arabic script, but it's Ottoman Turkish, right? So we had a translator who looked at from the period of say, uh, Bazayid the uh, second, which is about 1517, all the way up to. Uh, when the end of the Ottoman Empire, we looked at that, and we also looked at uh, America. And what we found was quite uh, intriguing, actually, because what we found is that there were some acts in America, for example, burning of flags, um, and so on and so forth, which were prosecuted by death. And I show you the case studies in the book. And so this was a symbolic act. It wasn't a military act. It was seen as treacherous and treasonous. And in the same way, there were some uh, instances like that in the Ottoman Empire. What I found quite interesting, though, was that the Ottoman judges were less, way more reluctant to exercise apostasy laws. The, in terms of uh, the primary source materials that is referenced in the book, and you can check it out. You're beating around the bush so much right now. I, I can't even, I can't uh, maybe directly. So you can check out, actually on an implementation level, how much this was actually implemented. By the way, I'm not trying to say, and I want to make this very clear, I'm not trying to say, that there is no such thing um, as the capital punishment in Islam for non-allegiance non to the state, which is like Ridda. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that there is maneuverability within the law, the scope, the scope of the law. So such that a, a hakim, if you're like a ruler, can there's a scope of maneuverability there. And what I'm saying is, and this is not a reform position, it's not a liberal position. This is within the traditionalist discourse. And I think people like you should actually listen to people like me. Because if I, if I, if I get my way, right, if, if I had my recommendation in place, then in fact the world would be, in your world, a safer place, in your understanding. So why, do you why do you are you condemn, trying to force me, do you condemn the you killing of apostles? force me to want to kill you people like you? I don't want to because kill Because I don't you. believe you. Look, you don't have to believe me. I've, do, I've given do you, you evidence. Do you, con Look. do you condemn the killing of apostates? Look, do you condemn it? Yeah, because if you kill apostates okay. now, it, it, there is no there, there is no law. Wait, and order. so there, you, no condem you, you condem condemn it. I would you never, condemn capital punishment I, I, for apostasy? I absolutely condemn. Do you condemn? Do you condemn your friend Aladawa telling me that I, I should be punished for that? I absolutely condemn the killing of apostates because that is completely against fantastic. law and order. Apostates, listen, I, I say to you something. You know, there's a hadith, and we're talking about primary source materials now. Hudayf mm -hmm. ibn Yaman. He's a Sahabi. He had a list of individuals who, for all intents and purposes, they were munafiqeen. They were people who had lost their faith. And, all, and the list of all of those individuals, including Abdullah ibn Salul and others, those individuals, none of them were killed. Why? Even though all of them were not, they were not sympathetic to Muhammad. In fact, they, were, they went against him. None of them. Why were they not killed? The reason why they were not killed is because I put to you, and this is what as sarahsi says, the Hanafi jurist. 
and this is before liberalism was even invented. He wrote this. It's nothing to do with you changing your faith. Islam and Allah is not afraid of you changing your faith. You can change your faith all you like. We don't care because Allah will judge you on the day of judgment. We believe those who change their faith and become apostates. There will be in the hellfire and burning and all that stuff. We believe in eternal damnation. I mean, that's even worse than for us. It's an eschatological reality. We, we say that this has nothing to do with you changing your faith. It's all to do, yes, with the allegiance or non-allegiance to a state. And if your bay'ah or the allegiance is premised on a theological reality, which is, yes. Uh, um, and, you believe, and you believe that the state should be Islamic and everybody should be forced to pledge allegiance to the state, don't you? No, I don't think that is any... Look, if it's a Muslim-majority country, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, if it's a so, so, so what is the difference then? No, 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 you believe that an Islamic state should be established? I think if it's a Muslim-majority country, then there's a democratic impetus for the, even on democratic worldview, for you to say, well, the majority are Muslim. If they want Islam, then surely on democratic principles, uh, outsiders should have nothing to do with that. But so Muslim, everything, you have, everything that you have said was just a complete waste of time because you believe that an Islamic state... Because you believe that an Islamic uh, state, an Islamic government should be established if the majority is, uh, is Muslim. Including, yeah, yeah, the Islamic government shouldn't... You, you, for example, you, for example, want to spread Islam to the entire UK. So if the majority of the entire UK if the majority of the entire UK was, was Muslim, no, you no, would no, want I, everybody I to adhere to an Islamic state. And this Islamic Look, state should require... I don't want an Islamic state in Britain. I'm not asking so for if, an Islamic state so in Britain. So if I, for example, left Islam yeah. in that Islamic state and uh, openly yeah. spoke about it mm. and openly spoke against this religion, then I would be put to death. And you would no, I'm not saying you're put to death. I'm not saying you're put to death on the end. Guy, like, you just, you just said you're it. making it seem like we want to kill you. No one wants to kill you. Like... Playing the victim. No one, no one wants to kill I, you. I am not, you're not afraid hey, of you, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. You are a Christian or an atheist. That's your decision. I swear to God, I don't care. I swear. Do you, do you, do you condemn? Do you condemn? About that. What okay, I'm saying. You are, you are aware that you are aware that the majority of your of your fellow. You will, for that reason, you will be you'll be eternally damned in the hell. You are you are aware that the majority of your fellow fellow Islamic Islamic uh, scholars and apologists agree that, uh, that 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 apostates who make their apostasy open should be put to death, including your friends Al Dawa, including Daniel Hikikichu, yeah, well, including many look, others. They so all agree on this. Do you think they are wrong and you condemn them for that? Well, here's my belief. Here's my belief. I believe that what they're saying is they're mentioning a classical opinion. In the books of fiqh or jurisprudence. They're saying it should happen. They're not mentioning well, They're opinion. saying it should happen. My view is that if we actually have an Islamic state, and this is what I recommended in my book, it's in print. It's in print. Yeah, I'm saying that if there is an Islamic state, I believe that that Islamic state should have a peace treaty with a non-Islamic state such that apostates, public apostates, uh, don't need to be killed or don't are not killed at all. There's no, no harm done to them and there's strategic re relocation. And that is not despite the uh, aqwal of the Prophet. It is because of the sayings of the Prophet. And the evidence of that is the fact that the Prophet Muhammad in Hudaybiyah, he actually had a peace treaty to that effect. So is that, without is that without exception for all apostates? Yes. All apostates will be... You think, you think no apostate should be killed. They should all be relocated to different countries. Absolutely. That's, that, that's my view. I don't think... Oh, I appreciate, I, I appreciate I, that. That's a good idea. That's a really good I, idea. I think that if you have a, a Muslim a, a apostate, public apostates, because if you're private, if you're doing things privately, there's no harm on you. But there's considerable harm, as you know, on apost public apostates who apostatize in Muslim-majority places. So those individuals should be relocated, in my view, yeah, to other non-Muslim countries. And that is not despite what the Prophet said. It's because of what he allowed 
in the final peace treaty that he concluded with Suhail ibn Amr. And in fact, uh, uh, Ibn Qayyim, in his, in his uh, discussion of this, and other scholars, I'm just mentioning Ibn Qayyim because it comes to mind, he says it's not abrogated. This is an unabrogated law. So if, if, this, if this peace treaty is in place, my view is that actually that should be what happens. Now, I've said so this a few times. I would like to I would like to uh, reiterate this for for the public because I think this is uh, very great news because many other people especially those especially many many of those who who oppose Islam would like to hear this in very short sentences. So Muhammad Hijab here uh, agrees that Muhammad Hijab opposes the general ruling of the killing of all of apostates, public and private apostates, well, and he and I... he and he agrees that and he agrees that if in an Islamic state in an Islamic country which a majority Muslim country should, well, uh, should me, be turned me, into, then uh, then. Apostates, apostates should not be killed, but they should be forcibly relocated to other countries, which is still by definition genocide, but at least it is not death. So that, that is what you are agreeing with. Genocide. But this is by definition genocide. genocide. It's not genocide. No, no, it's not genocide. It is cultural, it is, it is cultural genocide. Look, no, no. What, look, stop trying to use words that are, you don't know what the definitions of it, them it are. Is, it is by definition cultural you, genocide. Let me tell you, can I just articulate it? Can sure. I correct your articulation? Sure. Sure. Muhammad Hajab believes that in an ideal Islamic state in the 21st century, that if there is a Muslim country, Muslim-majority country, that uh, claims to rule by Islamic law, that such Muslim-Islamic country should make a peace treaty or a, a contract with other non-Muslim countries such that if a public apostates become apparent in the public sphere, public, yes, that such public apostates are relocated. And he is basing this on the final hadith of the Prophet Muhammad where he, the Prophet, allowed such a uh, thing to happen with Suhail ibn Amr and, uh, and where the scholars of Islam, and in fact you could even argue the majority of scholars, allow such thing. Muhammad Hijab is not saying it's not conceivable within an Islamic state or it's not understood classically that there was such a thing yeah, in the 1400 years of Islamic history as public apostasy, uh, sorry, uh, punishments. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that there's a maneuverability within the scope of jurisprudence, Islamic jurisprudence, which allows Muslims to actually make this a kind of contract. And I think that if Muslim majority countries make such contracts, that that will decrease uh, the, the, the ability of the non-Muslim enemy, yes, to be able to attack Islam and its peoples on the pretense of human, human rights. And I think, Do you think it is not conceivable that there should be such a thing? I don't understand the question. Sorry, could you repeat that? You, you said you, you said you're not saying that it is uh, not conceivable that there was such a thing in the history and in the past, yeah. the killing of apostates. Do you yeah. also say that it is not conceivable that there should be such a thing in our time or in the future? Do you think it? Yeah. it do you think it is uh, no, wrong, inconceivable, impossible? Yeah, I, say, I say that Muslim. No, I, I know. I know what you think. I know what you what you suggest. But do you think it is absolutely wrong and inconceivable that apostates, no matter what kind of apostates they are, should right. be should be? I haven't used the word inconceivable because inconceivable means not possible, right? Sorry, I'm just going to put this on plain mode. Um, it means not possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying I'm not making an argument from conceivability. This is this is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm making a policy recommendation for Muslim majority countries, and I've made. So that it's just a recommendation. No, it's a recommendation based on the actions of the Prophet. That, but that's all it is. So you would yeah, still, in the end, yeah, in, in the end, of the prophet. Look, look, looking at the Islamic Dawah scene, for example, the consensus is that uh, the right thing to do is to put apostates, public apostates, to I death. Know, if, an, if an, 
you are but I'm the, the, that, so therefore that is that is not that is not no that is not part of the that is not part of the point my point is a uh, majority of people for example come together and think that the appropriate punishment for apostasy public apostasy would be death so if people now come together and establish such a state and they said this is the ruling that we should apply sorry muhammad tijab your suggestion is very nice but we cannot do that because we agree to this yeah. do you think that is okay i've i've had conversations with policy officials in countries like malaysia and I've actually had the chance to influence uh, their spokespeople, and I've, I've given I've given them I've given them these kinds of uh, recommendations. Because as you know, Brunei is a country that is nearby, and they look, look at that for as an example. Because we're talking about maslah and mafsada. Really, we're, to, we're talking about what is in the common interest and what's not in the common interest. And this is something which many people like yourself, uh, and on the other hand as well, Muslims they don't understand. And I'm trying to trying to educate everyone here. That actually Brunei, when they had, when they attempted to put a full fledged uh, hudud laws, what what happened to them as a country? They, they were under attack from all spheres, and they're too small to defend themselves. So how how can they um, be a Muslim country? How can they uh, do as much as they can do within the scope of the international, uh, yani the, the the walkout or the the international environment, whilst at the same time being faithful to their Islamic position? I'm giving them a very reasonable and practical solution i'm giving people uh, countries like brunei what do you do with what, what would you do with countries like brunei when you have apostates in brunei if they try and kill imagine trying to kill a public apostate in brunei i mean just think about that for a second what would you think america would do i think they would actually i think they would threaten invasion i believe that of course of course right. yeah, yeah for that reason i i don't think that it's within anybody's interest and what i'm saying is that the fiqh look this is what i want to, people to understand islamic jurisprudence is wide Okay, it's not black and white. It really is not black and white. I'm a traditionalist. You know that I'm a traditionalist. I'm not scared to tell you the most severe view of everything. But what I'm saying is within... Look, Ibn Qayyim was Ibn Taymiyyah's student. I mean, Ibn Taymiyyah was the traditionalist, if you like. I'm a traditionalist. I'm telling you that this is fully in line. I want to confirm that what I'm saying is fully in line. But what I want people to understand, this conversation about apostasy now, I think we've done and dusted with it. If this is your strongest argument... It is, Again, not, it, is not, it is not an argument. This is because, look, I, I, look, even because if you we, opened the topic. We so, asked you to, I've, I've given you the floor. Tell me, what, <laughs> yeah. what's your biggest objection against this? So, uh, this in, in, no, this is not what I presented. We came to this topic because uh, they, kept ask, they kept asking me about tripping up the Quran, right, so which was what this now. response was about. That's done. So, what is it, your... It is, it is, it is, it is not done. It is not done. I have to remark something. So, uh, your Go entire... We, we talked about this for uh, 15, 20 minutes. And okay. the and the entire talk was about how uh, relocating people was a recommendation that is that is in line uh, with opinion with traditionalist Muslim opinion yeah. in history. But, the okay, in line with it, but uh, but that this is just one of the options that you would recommend this because you would consider this beneficial. But yeah, this, exactly. this is just right, one yeah. of the. But this is just one of the one of the options. Whereas, whereas one of the whereas one of the other options is also that I should be put to death, for example. In well, look, no, my, my argument is this. My argument is that classic. No, please, please, let's not trivialize these issues. Stop making yourself the victim because. I am not making myself the victim. I am in no danger, Muhammad Tijab. I am in absolutely no danger. Uh, I, like I, can do, I, can do, I can do whatever the hell yeah, I want. I am in no me, danger. Let me give you my reassurance. I'm, I'm not scared at all. I don't think you're a public threat. I don't think you're an intellectual threat. I don't think you're a physical threat. I don't think it makes sense for anybody to try and threaten you physically. I'm I am you. in no danger. This is not about me. This is oh, ridiculous. It's not about me. I'm not saying that we should be killing you. So I, what, what I'm saying now, look, 
at the end well, it's just a recommendation. That's it. So we're, we're done with the topic. It I is a recommendation on your part, and that's it. trying to get a nice headline for Twitter. That's what it was. <laughs> okay. framework, isn't it? What I'm saying to you now, look, Islam, you have to understand, this is a branch, okay? Hudud and penal laws and so on is a branch of Islam. But really, we have to understand what the foundations are. The foundations of Islam is Tawheed. It's the idea of one God worthy of worship, that we believe that the Creator God, right? And the fact that we believe the Prophet is the final messenger. Like when you come to that conclusion, okay, then things that you might otherwise feel, um, or, you know, unworthy or aesthetically unpleasing and so on, will start to become more sensical. In you. you see, so you have to start with the roots. So we, my, we can we can we can come to that. We can come to that. You've given me one question, and I've we can come to that. Just the yeah, opening own, the opening topic so here. We're supposed to, we're supposed to start with the roots. The, the, though, the, the, this is where we're are, are you, hey. This is respectful. No, you have not let me speak at all for not, not, even, not even once. We, I haven't said a word for the last like 15, 10, 20 minutes. We let you speak. This is respectful. I'm for your strongest yeah. argument. You have no argument. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Saleh and Slim here argued at the beginning that it is absolutely inconceivable and completely wrong to kill people for their beliefs, and this is completely not Islamic. Whereas, uh, I don't know if you can follow, I don't I don't think you have been able to follow to follow 10% of what Muhammad Hijab said, but Muhammad Hijab basically, but Muhammad Hijab basically, but Muhammad. The question was, what is. Well, well, you've given me one question, I think that's fair. You have just told me. You yeah, just told me that you always let me speak, and now you, you're, you're trying to get a clear title of Muhammad Hajab or Adam and Slim. Like, yeah, it's just we we're talking here. Look, look, we're giving you the floor. What we're saying is Islam. Look, you have to understand Islam from the beginning. Islam is a religion. I, I will not. I will not argue theology with yeah. you here. I will not argue. It's, not, it's not about arguing. It's we're talking here. It's not an argument. No, I'm, I will not. I will not talk about theology here. Not not right. I made. Oh, a, no, I made no, a very. I made a. I made a very. It is theology. It is basic theology. I made a very clear offer to you. I said, if you want to uh, exchange opinions on on whether well, Islam, on whether my question here, man, why don't you just let me speak? You just keep saying this. Let's talk. You're right here. I made I made you I made you an offer. If you want to talk about whether Islam is the truth or not, then we can unite and talk talk on a third party platform where none of us is. What you want to say? Jesus Christ. Then we can we can talk on a platform where none of us is in charge, where nobody can interrupt each other like this, so that we can so that we can freely talk about uh, why you think Islam is the truth and why I don't think Islam is the truth. Well, there's no need to go through all of that. Why? Why not? Why not? That is that is the most that is that is the fairest that is the fairest most professional way to have a debate. Platform. This is a big platform. You're not, wanting to have a, you're not wanting to have a debate with me. The biggest, probably one of the biggest Muslim uh, YouTubers out there. You're you know, refusing to have a fair debate with me right now. There's you're no refusing to have it anywhere else. There's no, <laughs> so this is this this is the fourth time that you are refusing to have a debate with me. Uh, no, and I'm making excuses. We're waiting for him, man. I got my popcorn. No. I, I, I made a very clear offer. I will not. Grandstanding, please. Let's just have a, a discussion. This is not people. Well, I, I am grandstanding because you are being, you are acting, you are acting very scared. I'm sorry, you are scared of the topic. Look, you are, you are scared of the topic. No, it's, of course it is. Scared. It doesn't make Islam false. No, it, it doesn't make Islam false. Of course it doesn't. But it will prove a point to the public. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth. I don't think I'm scared. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think you are. I think you are. I think you are. 
Okay, and I think you're scared. I don't you think I'm scared. It doesn't matter because that's I know. A fight. The scared one hasn't said his argument though. You didn't say your argument. Engagement. You know, scared. It, it does. It doesn't make. It doesn't make Islam false. But that is the entire point. We should be able to come together and properly have a fair debate on whether Islam is the truth or not. It's. It's not about discussion now. We're having a discussion now. So all I'm saying is, look. I'll, I'll be very straightforward with you. There's four things I would say about Islam being the truth. I'm not even going to go through, maybe three things, yeah, for the sake of argument. We, we say, number one, the argument from God. Tawheed, we say that there's only one God. Hey, I, you no, know no, what no. this is? I'll put it to you now. There, there, will be people, there will be people people watching this stream, because I am here, who will normally not watch this stream. What is happening here is that by not letting me speak and only you speak, you will clearly make it look like you are making a big point that I cannot make a point. Because you do not because you do not let me respond. So you cannot you, you cannot use it. You cannot trick me into a conversation and then use this as an opportunity to propagate your ideas. Leave the hate out, brother. Leave the hate out at your heart. Take the hate out at your heart. I deliberately said I deliberately said we should have a fair fair debate about things. I want to hear what you guys say. All I'm saying is this Islam makes a case for itself. Okay, it makes a case for itself. We say that there's only one God worthy of worship. That all conceptions of God, other than the Islamic ones, if you look at the six major world religions, are actually incompatible with logic and incompatible with the predisposition. Number one. Number two, we say that, look, the Quran itself has falsification challenges. It, it actually says, if there's any, if you, if you believe that this book is from other than God, then please try and find it. Oh, you would have found it in many contradictions. I have so shown many of them. There to try and find contradictions in the Quran. I have falsified the Quran on, on very high levels. No, that's fine. The inimitability no. challenge is to try and produce something like the Quran, which means that it has to go within the scope of, it has to do exactly what the Quran has done, which includes, by the way, telling the future, because the Quran speaks explicitly about a f future events, like chapter 30, verses 1 to 6. And it is wrong. And, and yes, in many other places of the Quran, like chapter 24, verses 55 and onwards. So, it, so yes, it is wrong about that. Explicitly about future events. And it does so accurately, even according to Western philosophers. And sorry, what about the sixty scientific mistakes now, of the Quran? What I'm saying to you is, if number one, you said that you found contradictions in it. So my, my challenge to you now is to try and find a do you, contradiction. Do you, think, do, you think the stars, do you think the stars are missiles thrown at devils, for example? Well, chapter 67, verses 1 to 5. Um, you know, where it says... First of all, it says, you know, this, if this is your strongest argument, let me answer it. No, it's not. Well, I, I will not make my strongest argument. I'm, argument. I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm, throwing rock, I'm throwing I'm throwing rocks at you. I want you to answer this. Okay, Since we're not abiding by rules, go ahead. So the Quran says in chapter 60, I think verse 3 or 4, uh, 67, sorry. 5, 67.5, I believe. Yeah, 67.5. We have certainly adorned the, the heavenly realm with, uh, with stars. And we have made it a pelting thing for the devils. Now, what is, uh, first of all, masabih? So there's a difference of opinion. Some they say it's meteorite, some they say it's stars. And says, and we have made it as a pelting thing for the, for the devils. So it's saying that devils, because if you look at chapter 37 of the Quran, and other parts in the very first um, five chapters, uh, verses, sorry, you'll find that the Sama'id Dunya, or the, the heavenly realm, is adorned with stars, with, has many functionalities of them to try and find your way, as the Quran says, of them so it can go around in orbits, as the Quran says. Uh, and by the way, the Quran says in chapter 25 that there are many suns, because it says, Tabarak al-ladhi ja'ala fi samai burujan. No, it does not. Pardon? 
What does it say that? Yeah, it says in chapter 25, Tabaraka Ladi Jaala Fisamai Burujan Ujala Fiha Surujan Munira. There's two karaas. One karaa says Sirajan Munira and Surujan Munira. So what chapter what first? Uh, I, I can't remember the verse here, but this you you can just check it. Chapter twenty-five, chapter twenty-five. That is most definitely untrue. Well, I've just quoted it in the Arabic, so you can. Why is it most definitely untrue? I've, <laughs> I've just told you in the Arabic because I don't know the verse number. I'm sorry, I don't know the verse numbers. I haven't memorized the verse numbers. I've memorized the Arabic. So, Tabarak al-Ladi jala fi al-Sama'i burujan wajala fiha. There's two qiraas. One of them is Siraj al-Munira, and there's another one Suraj al-Munira. Siraj al-Munira means a, a shining lamp. And Suruj Munira means many stars. So a shining lamp means a star. And uh, sorry, ma- many suns, uh, one sun and many suns. So in other words, the Quran says that there are many suns. The cosmic picture of the Quran, therefore, is that there are many suns, many solar systems, because suns are accompanied with solar systems, and that they have many functionalities. Of them, there is a metaphysical thing, which we can't see, which is that the Quran, that the, um, the stars or the celestial spheres, they actually pelt the devils or the, or the jinn because we believe in this uh, the, the, this creation called the jinn we haven't created the jinn and the human being except that you worship so the, the, these celestial bodies actually pelt them What's the, how can you falsify that I don't see the issue but well, the you, have, you have failed to, you have failed to give me you have something which is seen as the cosmological picture of the Quran is not something which I would say is out of line with 21st century uh, understandings you have not you have not given me any uh, any 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 proof. It, it is a very big claim to claim that uh, that, that the Quran actually describes uh, many suns or many stars. Uh, you said it in, yeah. in chapter five. Did you said it. Did you check? Yeah. You don't give me give me any uh, proof. proof I'll get it now. Sorry, let me just get a few now. But you remember, in the English, they want there's two qiraas, Yeah, tabarak alladhi jala. One second. Okay, good. This is verse. He just said it. I don't know. You gotta look for it. But... Verse sixty-one, chapter twenty-five, verse sixty-one. So there's two qiraas. There's one qira'a was the uh, glory be to the one who has made in the star uh, sky stars, yeah, and has made in it many suns. One yani sun. You know a sun, like the sun and the moon. So made many suns. And the Quran, you know, here's my understanding of the Quran, the cosmology. You can this, interpret- this, is, this is an outrageous. This is an outrageous claim. Every tafsir that I'm looking at, and including the the modern and old translations, tell us that there are uh, many constellations or stars in the sky, and that there is also a lamp. A lamp. What Tabari says here, look, a lamp and an illuminating moon, which refers to the sun and the moon. This is yeah, no, no, ridic- but- this is a ridiculous claim. It says it here. Look, I can read it to you if you want. It says um, uh, this is a Tabari tafsir, burujan, wajala fiha sirajan. Yeah, اختلف القراء في قراءة ذلك في قراءة عامة قراء المدينة والبصرة وجعل فيها سراجا So there's one way of saying it which is سراجا على التوحيد So that means one sun That's what Tabari is saying uh, And the other one say سروجا yeah? Which means many sons That's what Tabari says but you can't access Tabari because it's in Arabic, so it's not in English. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the, but point is, the, the point I'm making is that the cosmological picture in, in the Quran is one which can be in line with 7th century Arabian, uh, uh, unscientific, if you're going to call it that, unscientific understanding. But it can yeah. also be, and this is one of the arguments, another argument, it can actually also be in line with 21st century understandings of science. So it cannot be. Pardon? 
It cannot so, be. The, the, general, the, the general understanding of this, of this Quran verse, for example, uh, even according to the, to, to the, to the Tafsir, to the, the most renowned Tafsir, which is Ibn Kathir, and all the translations that we have clearly says that this is speaking about uh, con uh, constellations, and, it has, and there is a lamp and an illuminous light, which, which in other parts of the Quran is, 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 repeated, in English is, the is repeated numerous times. It refers to the sun and the moon. The lamp yeah, yeah, is the sun, yeah, whereas is the illuminous moon is the... Two ways of reading it. One of them is like that. You're right. So this is an... No, but there's another way of reading it, which is Surojan. So both of them are acceptable, and Tabari says that. So the cosmological picture, once again, the cosmological picture in the Quran, and this is one of the arguments for Islam being true, because let me give you an example, right? You know, the Quran says, Chapter 35, uh, where it says that he, 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 he makes the, you know, he talks about the, the sun, the moon, and that, uh, you kawir. You the kawir, you kawir here means that he rolls the night into the day and he rolls the night into the, the, night into the, the day into the night. Ibn Hazm, and by the way, the Salaf, because there's a guy called Ibn Munada, Munada who, uh, who's a uh, Tabari, he says this shows that the earth is round. Okay, this shows that the earth is round because takwir is when you wrap the night and the day around each other. Now, one easy argument I can make is the Quran, according to the Salaf, the, 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 the early generation, the companions and those who came after them, According to those people, and Ibn Taymiyyah actually has a sanad, which is uh, Muttasil, ila Ibn Munada, believe that the earth is round. Now, there are some people who, who say that the earth is flat. There are some scholars who say that. But there are, there are the Salaf, there are some scholars from the, uh, the early generations who say that the earth is round. Whereas there, if you are, there, the, but there, there are many among them who say that it is flat. Why are we yeah, doing but, this selectively? Yeah, there's two interpretations. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Why, why, why are we doing this selectively? So I, 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 I agree I agreed with you on that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do not point out that that this is that that Muslims all agree that the Earth was flat and that this is what we should therefore agree yeah, on. That no, this no, is the here's, here's the argument. The argument is that you're right. That there are some Muslim scholars in the past who have said the Earth is flat, but there are some who use the Quran to show that the Earth is round. Now, well, here's the opposite also used the Quran to say that the Earth is flat. The others also used the Quran to say that it's flat. From the early generations. Well, there was also the Salaf. Like who? I I I I I cannot memorize uh, names, but I, I would I would have, I would have been right. examples of that. But I don't think there's anyone from the Salaf that says that the Earth is flat. Okay, I'm I've, pretty sure. But I, I can I can look into it and demonstrate yeah, because, it later. Because according to Ibn Taymiyyah, actually Ibn Taymiyyah has a has a fatwa on this in Kitab al-Arsh in his Majmu'at al-Fatawa, and he says in it that there's ijma, there's a consensus among the scholars that the Earth is round. And Which many who did you say? Like Ibn Hazm says that Ibn Munada says that. Many, you said you said Ibn Taymiyyah. Yes, Ibn Taymiyyah. But he lived in a time where it was pretty clear that the Earth was uh, was was round. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think we can I mean, base it on. The Greeks knew that the Earth was round. The Greeks knew it. I mean, I'm not trying to make an argument from that. Ibn Taymiyyah was eighth uh, century or whatever, 728 uh, AH. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the Greeks knew it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. Look, if you look at the Bible, the Old Testament corpus, there's there's never been a patristic scholar, for example, an, uh, an early church father. Who has said the earth is round because of what's written in the Bible? They always write. They always refer to um, the Greeks, like Aristotelian logic. Whereas in the whereas the um, the commentary, the exegetical commentary in the Quran, allows there to be an interpretation which says that the earth is round. Yes, and uh, 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 that comes from the Quran rather than from Greek sources. But the point is I'm making is that the Quran is compatible with 7th century understandings of cosmology, but it's also compatible with 21st century uh, understanding. And both of them, you can find exegetical precedent for that. So, for example, when you're looking at many suns, many constellations, that the earth is round, you can find commentaries that go all the way back to the Salaf. You can find the commentaries that talk about the expanding universe all the way back to the Salaf. 
All of these but, are afforded from the patristic sources about the Old Testament, for example. So well, that's, uh, yeah. Look, look at this. Look at this. Testament with patristic sources. Yeah. Look at this. We we have we have. Uh, Many Quran verses. I, I in fact made a made a compilation of this. Many Quran verses, which would on a plain reading indicate that the, that the Earth is flat, that the Sun travels over the Earth, that the, that the Moon follows the Earth. The Quran even explicitly, literally says that the Moon follows the Earth, for example. Yeah, and uh, if if you if you read these on a plain reading, uh, if you read the entire Quran on a plain reading, and you don't have any idea about the universe, about what actually what things actually look like, you would clearly understand that the, that our world is a a, a, a flat, a plain place, which above yeah. which there above which there is there is a ceiling which yeah, could yeah. crack, which is being held up by things. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it could be very easy, for example, for the Quran to give us revolutionary information and to say and to talk about space, which is not mentioned in the Quran. Talk about yeah. the galaxies, which is not mentioned. Talk about different no, uh, planetary systems, yeah, planets, or the universe, for example. Yeah, yeah, These are things that we found out only within the last few centuries. I understand, but what, what I'm, the argument I'm making is not that the Quran says things scientifically, which were not known at the time and so on and so forth I, I actually say that there are many things about the Quran that were known before in Greek times and so on my argument is sorry I'm just uh, my argument is in fact this my argument is that the Quran is compatible with seven century understandings of science or cosmology but it also has the unique multi-dimensional compatibility with 21st understanding and that's not despite an eisegesis it's because of an exegesis so what I'm saying to you is this is that this, if you look at the Bible, if you look at the Bible, for example, there's nothing to indicate that the earth is round in the Bible from the, from the clear verses. You could say, if you wanted to, if you wanted to say that the earth is, um, uh, that there are scholars, there were people from the cellar, from the early generations, before, way before uh, telescopes were invented in Islam that said that the earth was round. And they did that despite the cosmological evidences. They used chapters of the Quran, like Ibn Hazm, actually used in his Kitab Fisal, he used chapter 39 verse 5 as a reason to, to, to suggest that the earth is round. Now that's unique to the Quran, that it has the capacity to align itself cosmologically with a 7th century understanding and with a 21st century understanding. You see, so this is an argument I'm making that not, oh it didn't know things from this, not a Zakir Naik argument, I'm making an argument of uh, the fact that the Quran, the cosmology of the Quran is a cosmology which is compatible not only with the 7th century, but can be compatible with 21st. I'm not saying that there's no way. Yes, sorry, these people keep calling me. I, I really don't know why they keep calling Yanni uh, like that. Sorry, I'm just not. Sorry. Yeah, but what I'm saying, so you understand the point here. So, uh, so these are arguments. Prophecies are something else. Like the Prophet Muhammad, we say, he made explicit prophecies about the future. He told us in, in many hadiths where Islam will spread. He told us Islam will spread to Egypt. He told us Islam will spread to India. He told us Islam will spread to a Sindhul Hind, India and what's now Pakistan. He told us it will spread to your country in Turkey, that the, the Arabs will fight the Turks. He told us that uh, count six things between the hour. One of them is Moti. That Jerusalem was going to, Islam is going to enter Jerusalem, which is a place which is the crown jewel of the Roman Empire. Islam predicted the demise of the Roman Empire. Islam predicted the demise of the Persian Empire. Islam predicted the, 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 the construction of very tall buildings. Islam predicted the, the advent of sexually transmitted diseases like AIDS no. and gonorrhea and so on. Islam predict, makes predictions that I would argue, and this is a challenge, that there's no religion on the face of the earth 
that has been able to do make so many challenges about the future, so many predictions about the future, and be so accurate in all of those predictions. So what I'm saying I is would, that if, I, if would, I would strongly contest, contest that. I would strongly contest that. I would, I would have to. I would, I would. I would like to. I would like to uh, first off respond to the to the science point. Um, yes. You, you are of course arguing that the Quran is, is is not only compatible with its time when it comes to science, but also compatible with, compatible with modern times, like today when it comes to science. I would yeah. uh, definitely disagree with that and say no, that. No, it can I correct that articulation? I'm not saying that Islam has to be completely congruent with 21st century science, but I'm saying the what I said is the cosmology of Islam, uh, or, or the, the depicted cosmology in the Quran, okay. is uh, something which can be harmonized with 21st understandings of Islam. Okay. Now, there are things, it's, it's conceivable that Islam can uh, sometimes go against science because science is not an enterprise which is perfect. As you know, it's, it's not an incorrigible enterprise. Sometimes it will change, and we know that. There are many things which change in science. It's called paradigm shift. Thomas. Oh, uh, okay, let, let me get back to the point then. I would, I would definitely say that the Quran can uh, not be seen as compatible with, uh, to, with, with the modern understanding of science because there are many examples to that uh, where the Quran, for example, describes that mountains were put into the earth, that Allah made the earth a bed, that the, that the, that Allah is holding up the sky, that Allah sends rain from the sky, that Allah sends thunders from the sky, and so many so, more. Why is so, sending rain from the sky uh, again? So many, so many. So many more, more examples uh yeah. th th that is that is only the, the scientific part you could argue forever i have made a huge uh, collection yeah, I understand, but, but can i just can i, can I comment but, uh, no no you you yeah. moved on to you moved on to prophecies no, I will before, say, uh, before you get to prophecies because you did mention a few points I think ended, I, no yeah. i you ended you ended the talk of, of scientific just on the point on, you, on, on those examples you gave so, so you see the examples that you gave on like for example mehd the quran refers to you said you know, so and so on, chapter 78, verses 1 to 4. You know, it's, it refers to the, 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 the earth as a mahd, which is basically the Arabic word for meh, uh, bed, yeah? A resting place, as they, as they... Now, but now, the question is, can the Quran, can it be interpreted? Can someone pluck out verses and make it interpreted to fit a flat earth model? I'm not saying no. But what I'm saying is that we have had early interpretations using the Quran, despite the cosmology, that agreed that the earth is round. And in fact, there's more vigor in that direction. So in other words, more people like, as I've just said to you, Ibn Munadah from the Salaf, he's caught by Ibn Taymiyyah and his Kitab al-Arsh and Majmu'at al-Fatawa. And look at uh, Ibn Hazm, he was 400, 400 years after the Prophet. He was saying, based on chapter 35, 39, verse 5, that the earth is round. So the, the idea, once again, that the, the mehd, that the earth is a mehd, a bed, is not something really which is understood to indicate the shape of the earth. Because a resting place, a bed, it can be a cradle, can be something which you basically put in any kind of shape. Like, you know, you cradle a baby in this way and so on. And if it was so clear, and this is the point, if it was so clear, someone who is a strict scripturalist, like a traditionalist like Ibn Taymiyyah and the Salaf, they would not be saying that the earth is definitely round. I, I, would, I, don't, I don't think that they have any authority over deciding what the Quran uh, actually says because they lived in a time in which it was on, the only reasonable thing to agree that the earth is actually round. No, but when you, but when you, from the Prophet because Ibn Munadah. But is when you look at this, but when you look at this Quran verse, yeah. for example, like chapter two, verse twenty-two, uh, yeah. it is He who made for you the earth a bed and a, yeah. and the sky a ceiling. Look, look at this. I'm talking about the context. I'm not talking about this, just describing the earth as a bed. You could imply that it could mean something else. He made for you the earth a bed. Uh, and 
and the sky a ceiling and sent down from the sky rain and brought forth right thereby now, fruits as provision right. for you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. do not attribute whatever to him. It further says in uh, in, in following verses that Allah yeah. also put uh, mountains into the earth. So yeah, yeah. So Im imagine this. Yeah. So what's the problem? Rain, rain, rain is not something that comes uh, from the sky. The sky is not something solid. The sky does what's not the exist. Sky? What's the, your... the, the sky is only an appearance, only something that we have that we see no, as an the object. Sky in the Arabic language, sorry, can I just correct you on something here? Sure. The sky in the Arab, in the Arabic language, according to Ibn, uh, to actually all of the Khawamis that I've consulted. It's a barrier according to the Quran. Pardon? It's a barrier according to the Quran and the Hadith. No, 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 it's not. It's not. According it's to, according, let me explain. I'll give you the research. I'll give you the references. According to Lisan al-Arab, which is one of the authoritative um, Khawamis dictionaries of the Arabs, the sky, whenever the word sama is used, it just means that which is above. Okay? That which is above. Now, the verse that you've mentioned, chapter 2, verse 22. Uh, yeah, this verse. Actually, what the, the word firash here, once again, it just means an expanse. And once many people have explained this, the word Ard, and this is the problem, the word Ard has more than one meaning. The word Ard, which means here the earth, has the meaning of the earth, the planet earth, but it also has the meaning of the land. It has that which is below, just like Sama is that which is above, Ard, which means that which is below. So you, you, you could endlessly explain how, what, what this could also mean. No, no, no. But I, I, would, I would like to, I would yeah, like to give the average... In chapter 39, verse 5. I would, I would like to give the, the average Muslim viewer just, just one thing. Uh, close your... But so close your eyes. Think, think about it. Uncharitable. No, think think about a. But you need to think, think think about a scenario where you do not know uh, what the Earth and the universe looks like. Think about it. You are you are you are in a place and you don't know what anything looks like. You don't know anything about modern science. Yeah. You open this this Quran. This is the first thing that you read, and you just read it, and you only read the description uh, of the Earth in the book. What will you think? The oh. only the only. The only so, conclusion that you can come to is that the earth is a, is a flat bed that has a ceiling on it, which cannot be cracked. That, that, that thought experiment has actually been done. Okay, like I'm telling you again, the thought experiment has actually been done because Ibn Munada is a tabai, okay, which means the Prophet said, The best generation is my generation, then the ones who follow them, and then the ones who follow them. So there's three generations, golden, they're called the golden generations. Ibn Munada is actually a part of the golden generations, meaning Ibn Munada is a salaf. He is part of the golden generations. He is looking at the Quran. He's not, he doesn't have a telescope. He doesn't have any of these tools that you're talking about. And he says, according to, we have a sanad that is sahih, a complete sanad which is sahih. He says the earth is round. So it's, it's not fair for you to say this is what's going to happen. I've got the evidence to the contrary. Someone who lived 1,300 years ago looking at the Quran because he's looking. Do you know what he looks at? The verses that Ibn Hazm mentions, chapter 39, verse 5, because yukawwiru comes from the Arabic word kura. Kura means ball. When it says yukawwiru layla ala nahar, we call it nahar, we call it al-qadam. You know, you guys are Yemeni as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, call it al-qadam, football, football. So when, when, when Ibn Hazm, who is a literalist to the highest degree, he says that the earth is round because it says yukawwiru, Right, that the earth is round, and this actually was your strongest argument, I think, in one of no, your it videos. was not. It was not. So, so what we're doing here, what, what we're doing here is that is that uh, a, did you put what, that in one of your videos? Number no, one, no, 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 according to the Quran, I, I, I made a video on that, I made a video on, no, on, on many, on many things. One reason why you think Islam is wrong because uh, no, absolutely, no, the earth absolutely is not, no, absolutely not. Wow, so you did, you know, this is this is, this is not my, this is what? not my number one reason. So, what is your number, number one reason? 
My number well, one reason, there, are, there are many number one reasons, but what, what, we, what we're doing here is that for 1,000 years, uh, the Muslim world had no idea of, of, the, of the universe, the galaxies, the planetary systems, the sky, and anything. We have gone through many Islamic scholarly uh, you know, ideas and many ideas that the earth is the center of everything, that the sun yeah, goes somewhere at night. Even, even according to a, to a hadith, Muhammad says that the sun, uh, at night, the sun goes to a resting place and it goes under the throne of Allah and prostrates under the throne of Allah and asks yeah, for permission to rise again and, to rise again in the morning and then it's it's given permission yeah. to rise in the morning and right. it comes back and rises and yeah. one day it will not be given permission so it will go back and rise in the uh, yeah. in, in the in the west which is inconceivable the sun doesn't well, go I, anywhere the sun is just I, here at the at the center of a planetary so system we just revolve around it. no 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 I'm talking about well, this well, uh, let me, let so so the, so the Muslim world. The Muslim world and the Muslim scholars had no idea how things uh, look like. We have now recently understood how things actually look. And now we are selectively going back and choosing specific no, no, no. Islamic scholars no, and trusting their them? ideas. No, the point here is what I'm giving you is evidence from the early generations. So you can't say we, we cannot we cannot just take evidence, uh, you know, we cannot take this. We cannot take. We cannot take what do we do? Let me speak. This this is why context is important. Uh, we cannot we cannot take selective uh, scholars and their opinions at face value as single evidence that what you have said, for example, is entirely true. I, we, we could take we could take many uh, sources. I have taken many uh, many sources. Much piece of evidence from early scholars who have argued that the earth is definitely uh, flat, who have argued yeah, that the, yeah, know, that the earth is definitely the center of the universe. Yeah. So yeah. so well, we cannot well, argue. What I'm saying is that, look, the Quran says in chapter 3, verse 7, right? منه آيات محكمات هن أم الكتاب وأخر متشابهات فأما الذين في قلوبهم زيغ فيتبعون ما تشابه منه بالدغاء الفتنة وبالدغاء تأويله There are some of the book, some of the book has muhkam verses which are very clear-cut and other ones which are ambiguous. Meaning, the ones which are slightly ambiguous which can have more than one interpretation, you can't say this, like, I, I will say to you, just as I say to some Muslim apologists, some Muslim apologists say the Quran definitely says X, Y, Z. It says this, it says the expanding universe, the Big Bang. I'm saying, look, we can't be so sure to say that the Quran says that for sure. But at the same time, we can't say so sure, surely, the Quran says the earth is flat. I'm saying, if you want to have a scholarly opinion, you have to allow for both interpretations to be allowed. What I'm saying is that we have evidence from the early generations that allow this interpretation, and we have evidence from the early generations which allow that interpretation. So those both interpretations are valid. We can't sure. now find something which is uh, no, of course, to something which is uh, narrow because no, of course, I, I'm just, I'm just arguing Islamic agenda. Some people have a pro-Islamic agenda. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. You think no. that you think the Quran is 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 is, is uh, you know that, that it can be combined with today's scientific knowledge of the world? No, I I, I disagree. I I'm disagree with that. We have wait. My my point is that it can't be combined. All I'm saying is this: sometimes the Quran will. Not combined with with with. I, I understand. We have different opinions. It is fine. I'm not I'm saying this, so long as the, so long as Islam allows so long as Islam allows for a multiplicity of interpretations within the scope of uh, exegesis. You can't say this is definitely what it means. Just like I would say to someone sure. who is on the other side, you know that the Earth definitely sorry the universe is definitely Big Bang because it says in chapter twenty one verse thirty. That one piece and then we cleft them asunder. That is a huge misinterpretation of what. Yeah, I'm not saying that it means the Big Bang. I'm saying that you can't say for sure that's the Big Bang. In fact, saying for sure is the Big Bang is problematic because then you're there's like four interpretations according to a Tabari, and you're you're taking one of them and pressing it forward. What I'm saying is that allow the scope because when the cosmologists tomorrow change their opinion on what 
the universe cons constitutes of, then we're going to go back to square one and try and re reinterpret the Quran again. Therefore, all I'm saying is that the Quran, by and large, I'm not even saying fully, by and large, is harmonious with 21st cosmological understandings if you accept one of many opinions. It's not, I'm not saying that it's, it's definitely in all cases. I'm saying that, yeah, you can interpret the Quran, if you like, in an unscientific way, you see, in the ways that you have. But I'm, I'm, what I refuse to accept is that that's the only way to interpret the Quran. And you can't say that it is because I've given you evidence to the contrary. So you now... What I think. Yeah, so yeah, now the challenge is as, as follows. The challenge is, as we said, we started off by saying the Quran has, it claims to be a preserved book. And I'm willing to defend that position. We talked about the prophecies. We talked about the fact that the Quran is multidimensional in its uh, understanding of nature. We talked about the fact that there's no contradiction in the Quran. So the challenge now is for you as a, uh, one of the leading anti-Muslim uh, uh, polemics is Thank to you. provide contradictions within the Quran, okay, which are very clear and unresolvable from a logical perspective. Or otherwise, to show that there has been a prophecy that was made by the Prophet of Islam or the Quran that in fact did not materialize. That the Prophet or Islam said this will happen and the opposite thing happened, for example. That's, these are falsifiers. These things have divine, uh, sorry, uh, religiously disproving implications. You have, to prove, you have to provide evidence, something that shows that this religion is wrong. Right now, all you've shown is... I, I, would, I, would definitely, I would definitely appreciate it if you also... ...understanding of the scope of interpretation in Islamic um, exegesis. And <laughs> so we have just agreed that we can have different opinions on these things because you can interp interpret things differently, but you have... And I have even accepted that your opinion and your interpretation may be true, but you have directly ruled that my uh, opinion and my interpretation is definitely wrong and that it is just a no, misidentification. Mis 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 can be true as well in terms of the unscientific but stuff. You, you, just, you just said it was wrong. No, no, no. What I said was, if you want to say that the earth is flat, you're not going to be a disbeliever in Islam. Because okay. not, if you say the earth, if you want to be a flat earthist Muslim, it's not a point of Qatai, you're a disbeliever. That's my view. But okay, I, th I think the Quran says the earth is flat. Yeah, fine. If you okay. think that, that's fine. That's, that's <laughs> absolutely fine. But you can't say that that's exactly what everyone... No, thought. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. The early authorities, the early authority before the cosmological age, before the scientific revolution, before the Copernican revolution, before all of that, all of the positions that we have in science on a cosmological level now can be represented. I'm telling that's you... That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, can be represented I agree with that. In early Islam. Okay, that's good. I agree with that. I understand that. That's, 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 that's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I find it fantastic that you have agreed that, that this is also a valid opinion. So, uh, so now what are you going to do now? No, I, 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 would, I, would, I would appreciate it if you also refer to me as, as one of the, as one of the uh, biggest Islamophobes. I would uh, really appreciate that because you have recently given the title to I other say people. I said leading uh, polemics online. That's that's actually very good. I appreciate that. I, I, it flatters me very I much. Mean, but uh, you, you know what? You, you know what? Uh, I, I I actually appreciate this very much, uh, Mohammed Hijab. I think uh, this has been a very fruitful and productive conversation so far, and I think this is this is fantastic. We could we could we could have we could have done this. I mean, you, you have allowed me to give you some uh, to give you some information, to give you some knowledge on the Quran, to uh, to to further your knowledge and your understanding of, of Islam, and to give you some education on this topic. And uh, I would I would think I think I would appreciate. Uh, actually, considering that we are uh, able to have such a conversation, such a back and forth in such a calm and good way, that we could come together and have an actual debate. So, which, which is what I actually offered to you. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think about having a debate? 
I, I, I regard debates as a beautiful thing. I have debates on a weekly basis. I used to go to speaker school all the time. I've had seven formal debates. You know, usually, to be honest with you, I've now reserved my debating for someone who is qualified in the, in the, in the, in the, in the subject matter. Unfortunately, you don't meet the criteria, but I did make an exception for you. Have, haven't you told me that you would debate me in person? But it has to be, I don't believe that you're the A-side. I believe that we have more to offer you than you have to offer us. We have more. I don't, I don't claim that. That's true. 100%. That is true. I don't claim that. Look, at the end of the day, if I wanted to fight Nganu in, in UFC, yeah, and I'm saying you're a coward, Nganu, you're a coward. How is he a coward? Or uh, Stipe Miocic. I want to fight you, the heavyweight champion of the UFC. I want to fight you. You're a coward if you don't. He's not a coward. He's proven his worth. He's got the well, that's, that's a completely different different area. That's I, not how you're, 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 you're coming to me. You're coming to me. I'm the A side. I've got the I've got the gold. I've got the I've got the qualifications. Well, I, I I personally think you're a terrible in your understanding of Islam. But... I've memorized the Quran. You get it. I've done the. Well, thing it it doesn't it doesn't matter. I know people who. I've I, the, I know people who have memorized the Quran. You haven't done. I have. You have to allow me. You have to allow me. And by the way, when I say I memorized the Quran, it's still weak and stuff, and there's still bits I have to recite to the Sheikh. So I have to be clear here. But still, having said that here, what I'm saying is, I have done the training. Do you get it? I, I've been through ten years of extensive training. So I've, I've, I've again, you, and I, again, I'm offering a debate and food and you know doing your thing and enjoying your time and whatever atheists do, yeah, and and watching TV and Netflix. I've had to memorize stuff. I've had to read books. I've, I was I was in a dark room reading stuff. I've had to read. I, mean, I, I can brag about about my I can brag about my knowledge here too. It's not fair. It's not fair that you're calling me the guy that has to come to you groveling. You're the guy I'm that not, you're not you're not coming to me. We are doing something modern. I know, but I, you asked all the time. Come to London at any time. Come. We'll pay for your ticket. No problem. No. Yeah, is, we are we're doing a modern debate. I like if you want a debate, a formal debate. I don't like online debates. You get it? I'm a big character. Why? Like, why? On the stage. Why, why don't you like online debates? I don't like it, man. Because for me, when it comes to debates, I like to actually get involved with the, the, the actions. You get it? I like to 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 body language is a big thing. Right to now, impress I, the audience. That is exactly why I don't ever want to have a personal debate with you because I want to focus on the knowledge. That is, I want I to focus on the knowledge. Engage the audience. I like to keep it. It's three hours. Uh, you know, for me, my channel, my YouTube channel is a film channel. I don't even know why, but do you know I realize why? It's because I engage people. If I speak in a monotone way and the way we're doing it online, people are monotone. engaged. I will so not be monotone. In a debate, like the, the David Wood debate that I've done that's gone 2 million views and people watch it to the end, man. Three people, hours. This will, this will get one million. This will get one million views. Like I'm, I'm, when I'm on stage with the David Wood, I'm engaging. This is me. I'm putting my soul into it, my passion into it, my body language into it. Like, if we have a debate, it will it will have one million views. If I want a debate, I have to put everything into it. Do you get it? Like I. So what I I'm understand. saying? Come down to London. We come down no. to the debate. I'm not. No. I'm never gonna. I'll come down. down from any no. Islamophobe on the face of the earth. Let me tell you this. I'll make it clear. Any Islamophobe challenges me in any way, any Islamophobe, and I'm not going to retract this, it challenges me in any way, unless I'm physically injured or incapable, yeah? If they challenge me conversationally, physically, in the ring, in the, in the, in the, on the stage, I'm there. I get knocked out, I'm there. <laughs> if, if Nganu, if Francis Nganu, if Francis Nganu tomorrow decided to be... Yeah, yeah. You, have, you, have, you have told me that I shouldn't be trusting you. You told me that I shouldn't trust you. Why should I trust you? Why should I come down to you and say, you told me that I don't care. I feel a lot. I shouldn't trust you. I look forward to death. I actually look forward to it. If it wasn't for my mom and my sister, my, my family and so on, I have to look forward Didn't to it. Didn't you tell me that I shouldn't trust you? You get it? It's, 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 it's a way out of this <laughs> uh, testing life. I'd love to be. Well, this, this doesn't make it easier. 
Oh, I, I'm looking forward to death. I don't care about these things. I, I don't well, that, 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 saying that doesn't make it easier. I don't care about death. Do you get it? Wallahi, I'm a Muslim. I'm a Muslim, brother. I don't it? care either. I, I, I am a Muslim. So, I, so I believe in a hereafter. I believe in a day of judgment. Okay. Okay. I believe in hellfire. I believe in heaven. I actually believe in those things, brother. Preach. I, I don't. Eternally, I think it's pretty ridiculous. People are going to live in the hellfire and crackle in there. And I believe that there's some people that are going to be in heaven and they're going to live there. And you, you know, will live an eternal life for you will live an eternal life without any purpose and nothing. You will live an eternal you will live an eternal life doing nothing at all. Purposeless, purposeless life in eternity. And, and, and millions of years on earth was completely for was completely empty for nothing. Everything that we have done on the earth, everything that we have done in history, everything that we have built, all the civilizations, all the knowledge will all be gone. It will be all for nothing. And all, the only thing there is that is that we will is that we will die and go to heaven and live without purpose forever and just have our entertainment. What evidence? Well, yeah, exactly. What evidence? Look, what evidence? I'm to you with his evidence. I'm showing you that the what book evidence? is authoritative. I'm, I'm telling it, you that, look, the Quran... We, we, should, we should debate that. ...comes from Allah. How do we prove it? <laughs> we show that, look, the Quran is cosmologically coherent with the 7th century and with the 21st century. We're saying it has no contradiction. We're okay. saying it's preserved. I'm willing to defend these positions right now. I don't need to go nowhere. Or I would love to. I would love to have a debate with you on uh, this topic. We're not debating. This is not a debate. This I know, I debate know. Works. I'm having a conversation. I'm, I'm, you're throwing things at me. I'm saying, look, I'm happy for whatever you tell me now. Your biggest evidence. We've seen your biggest evidences. Because you have it online. You have. You said you got hundred uh, reasons why no. you're not, number one is because the earth is flat. I want you to stand before me and let me speak and then answer to me. Pardon? I, you I want. The earth is flat. I said the Quran says you cover with Layl and Nahar. I want you. So I, want you to, I want you to I want you to stand there. I want you to stand there and listen to me for 15 minutes to my biggest evidence or to my three biggest pieces of evidence. And I want you and I want you to respond to me for 15 minutes. You said it online. No, I I have I have not. No, I have not. That's not true. I haven't I haven't said that. That's not true. That's not my biggest evidence. Islam is not why not to be a Muslim, yeah? You have a video like that. No, I have not. You, you, you do. You say you you count down, you're counting down the video, no? No, I, I, I don't, I don't. I, I have a video called 10 Reasons to Reject Islam," for example. But, but that is, but that is not about rejecting Islam theologically. Something about science. And at the end, you said that number one is because the Earth is flat. That is uh, 60 scientific <laughs> mistakes. That is specifically about the 60 scientific <laughs> mistakes of the Quran. Sure, sure, sure. But, but, but no. We dealt with that. No, it's, it's, no, it's not. It's not. I didn't. I didn't. Number one. It was. It wasn't ranked. It was simply counted. It wasn't ranked according to oh, what, no, is the, 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 what is weakest. The reason. You said it. You said the number one reason. No, I, no, I, I have not. I have not. I have not. Okay, we'll, we'll look I, back. I was just. I was just counting. I have. I have. I have three main different. I have three main reasons why Islam is definitely not true. And I, yeah. and I. And I will demonstrate them to you, and you will not be able to to justify your beliefs. I've been trying for a thousand four hundred years. Okay, look, the Quran says, and they have succeeded. Contradictions in it. Trying Islam is dying. Pardon? Islam is dying. People are people are leaving it's, Islam in masses. There's going to be one. <laughs> world is going to be Muslim at one one third, four, uh, to ninety nine point seven percent because of birth rates and, and the young age of Muslims. Because that's a big chunk. Three percent because of conversion. That's no, zero point three percent. That means three thousand people in one hundred years. About that because three million people. Sorry. Yes, twenty twenty to twenty fifty. Apparently, there's been four million converts. But do you know we deal with. I doubt that. According to pure research, you know, from what I've seen, from what pure I've research, seen, pure research also said that the number of people leaving Islam and the number of people joining Islam is the same. In America. In, and no, in the world, and uh, no, no, the people no, it's the same in the world, man, because otherwise there would not be a net inflow. 
are you talking well, about? No, I, according to their according to their research, in which they explain, in which they explain, in which they explain why Islam is growing, they they're saying that. Uh, that that article you're talking about. No, sorry, sir, I've written this in my book as well. It's in the, in the book. No, and and they are and they are. What, what what they're showing is that uh, as many people convert to Islam as people leave Islam, and and the issue and the issue here is that the vast majority of people, the vast majority of people who convert to Islam do it publicly, while the vast majority of people who leave Islam do it secretly. Because back on that, let me push back on that. You see, Pew Research published a research, and I think it was in two thousand and seventeen or eighteen, and they actually said that the amount. And by the way, this is not an argument against Islam. Yeah. But anyways, let's go with it. It's, of course, it's not. Let me just let me just say let me just come back on it. So Pew Research said that. Uh, the amount of the the, the 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 amount of conversion into Islam is the same as the amount of conversion outside of Islam. Yeah, that was in the American context, and they had a methodology of a thousand people that they interviewed, and they interviewed them on the telephone. And the majority of people that they interviewed on the telephone, by the way, were actually non-speakers of the English language. And we see that in methodology. If you go to methodology in the Pew Research, they'll you have to look at the they've got a methodological um, forecast here, yeah? and they say that uh, a lot of them were actually Shia. Shia uh, came from like uh, Shah. Uh, Iran, and then when they came, when they came to uh, what do you call it, America, they couldn't speak English, and they were already they were already refugees. So it was a disproportionate number of Shia that were representing that study, Iranians that represent that study, and clearly, and I I used to think that as well. I used to mention that to the my congregationists that look the amount of people that are leaving are the same. But when I looked at the methodology and when I actually uh, published on this, because I actually published on this, and I've seen all of the basically the studies, the demographic studies in a book that I've written called The Scientific Deceptions of the New Atheist, which is actually free of charge in the Sapiens Institute. You can get it for free. And all of those demographics are actually flawed. What we actually find, to be honest, is that there is more people coming into Islam in the West than there are people leaving. And th that's pretty much a general rule. I'm uh, looking at it right here. It's not about America. It's, it's, gen it's general. It's considered global. It is from no, uh, Pure like Research 2015, uh, April. Uh, projected growth between 2010 and 2020, uh, 2000, 2050. No, you're, you're getting it wrong. Do you know why? Because if it was a, if it was about all of the people in the world, yeah. So if it was about all the people in the world, then it's not about America. How could there be a net inflow? Because they looked at 2010 to 2050, and they said there's going to be there was three million excess net inflow. So there was three million converts. But by the way, from our experience, because we deal with, we deal with converts all the time. From our experience, in-house studies, we found that the majority of converts are actually private converts. Just like when people leave Islam, they're privately Islam, uh, that, that is definitely not true. Most, most you know people true? What's, what's your evidence? Be because, because we see it. We don't need evidence for that. You don't need evidence for something that is so obvious out in the, out in the world. Point. The vast majority of people who leave Islam do it, do it privately. They don't do it publicly because they are scared. Yeah, I, I know... I know many people who are, who do who do it uh, privately, including in Muslim countries. They have to, to have they have to have it on their on their ID cards, for example, and they don't get out of it. Whereas people who convert because they're a part of a culture, a dominant culture, which is let's say Christian. It's not true. It's not true. Do you, know, do you know how we know it's true from the British context? How, how do you know it? Yeah, because what, there, there was a study that was done. It's also in my book in the bibliography. You can find that there was um, they looked at census data because in in England in the UK you have census data every ten years, and that's probably one of the best. It's like the demographic gold standard. So they looked at uh, census data 2001, 2011, 2021, 2000. Uh, we haven't done 2021 yet, yeah? But they looked at 2001, 2011. I think they looked at um, 91 as well, yeah? So this, in, the, in that period of time, they found, they look at the amount of people that identify in the census as Muslim. And so they, when they churned the numbers together, they found that actually, yeah, the numbers were one thing. But when they did uh, small-scale uh, sociological studies, they, they found that converts were less likely 
to tell their family members and therefore write in the census data that they're Muslim. Therefore, Most likely, we, that's all we have. And Most likely is all we have. They are. It's usually a house, the leader of the household is writing it down. So they'll write down, oh, my, if their kid has like a 16-year-old in their family has become Muslim, they don't know about it. They're going to write Christian because they don't know that this guy's become Muslim. We know, like... Well, I, 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 could say, I could say people who smoke are less likely to go to the gym. That doesn't mean... It's a dark area. We don't exactly know the numbers. Exactly. I know, but but I you know I you know you know I I could say people who smoke are less likely to go to the gym. That doesn't mean that people who smoke generally don't go to the gym, or that the vast majority of them don't go to the gym. It, it just it it may it may just mean that two percent more of people who smoke don't go to the gym. What we're saying is that Islam. It's not, that's not how statistics work. No, no, no. It's, it's this analysis because you're talking about correlation versus causation. We're not talking about that. We're it talking is. about the fact that when converts become, when people become Muslim, they're also quiet about it. Just like when they leave Islam, they're quiet about it. Well, we don't have any substantial evidence for that. Pardon? We don't have any substantial evidence for that. I've just no, asked no, you. Right. Before, there is, uh, there is good evidence there from... No good evidence. You can refer to my book for that, if you like. Fine, let's, let's, leave, it. let's leave it that way. Uh, as far... oh, but before we leave it, I just want to say something, okay? Before no, we... um, I, I, would like to, I would like to reiterate... I would like to reiterate... I would like to reiterate, reiterate the one thing. I was... Uh, I challenged you to... You've, you've, you've I would. I challenge. I challenge you to discuss. I a big audience of Muslim people. This is one of the biggest YouTubers, Muslim YouTubers on the net. You're not going to get an opportunity like this again. Believe me. Your opportunity. Is, <laughs> believe me, Adam Salah. Am I wrong? You're one of the biggest yeah. Muslim. The biggest podcast. The biggest Muslim podcast in the world. We have most. Oh, most of our viewers are Muslim, and in this podcast, we are. Uh, you got the biggest. Podcast. Yeah, I, I, I would like to. I would like to reiterate what, what I what I said before. Um, I would. I think. I think it would be. I think it would be a unique thing. I think it would be a unique thing for an for the, for the biggest uh, for the biggest ex-Muslim influencer and the biggest Muslim apologist of our time to come together and to actually have a debate on the topic. Is, 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 is Islam the truth? I, I said ex-Muslim. He's not an ex-Muslim. So for the for the biggest uh, ex-Muslim and the biggest Muslim apologists to come together and to have a debate on whether Islam is uh, the truth. Face to face, what did you look uh, of all Jews? So are, are, you, are, you, are you accepting the initial offer that you accepted, which is an online debate or not? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to look. So we, we have we have had a conversation. So so you have no conversation here talking to me, but you have a conversation by having with having an online debate. No, what I'm saying to you is this: Look, you have an opportunity. Your 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 goal in life is to try and show people that people Islam is false. You have an opportunity. With I people. will use this opportunity once you allow yeah. me to have a even, debate. Even want to postpone that? Listen, this isn't going nowhere. He, he already this had. Is, he, this isn't going nowhere. He already had his. And today, you you asked a bunch of questions. Muhammad Hajab answered a lot of your questions in in a very great. He didn't answer anything. <laughs> You, you, you don't even know anything about Islam. You just said that at the beginning of our conversation. What are you talking about? That makes you, <laughs> what do you know about Islam? You, you, just, you just openly said that you don't know anything about Islam just before we started. <laughs> Where are your credentials? He knows more. He, he studied it. He has degree in it. I'd rather have someone who I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying... I'm, I'm saying... I'm saying this, right? Slim, I'm so, saying how I'm saying how can you judge this when you clearly said that you have no, no, no knowledge of Islam? I'm judging. No degrees. Look, I have no training. I have no degrees. Well, you have you have certificates. What are you good at? I can, you, you know what I could? You have you have three. You have you have you have you have three certificates, right? I could I could go and I could. Instead of leaving Islam was a. I, I could I could currently I could pay four thousand dollars to get a certificate in Islamic studies, and then I would be qualified to to to, to, to the. <laughs> you got to do ten years. Of study. Come back to me. 
Honestly, 10 honestly, years. Honestly. Have you studied have you studied each of your four areas for 10 years? All together. Not not of course not. Because no, you, you, you have you have studied you have studied you have studied for you have studied some of them for just for just six months or nine months. I could apply for you you're not getting this. Ha, have you not? Have you not? Object you have you not? How long have you studied for a certificate? Look. How long you, have you studied for a certificate? Pardon? For How each long one? Have you studied for Depends a certificate? on like for the ones like I've done in the political philosophy. Look. How long have you studied for the certificate? I'm talking about certificates, not about not about not about degrees. Like three years, two years for another one, one year for another one, two years. And one year. You can get a certificate in Islamic studies for one year. I could go and pay four thousand dollars and do that. Would that mean I I am now qualified to, to debate Islam? Islamic seminary though. Like no, I, I'm asking you the question. I'm asking you the question. People have to go through Islamic seminary. Like I'm asking you the question. The, the seminary in Islam, then you can come back and talk. I'm asking you the question. Here's the thing is, look. I'm asking you a question. If I, if I paid four thousand dollars, do you agree? Four thousand dollars, and I got it. I got it. I got it. In Islamic studies, would I then be qualified to debate yeah, Islam? You know what, do you know what it comes out comes down to? Let me tell you something. Yeah? I'm asking you a question. Can you just answer the question? Yeah. If I paid four thousand dollars and got a certificate in Islamic, oh, you got to studies. You got to do your work. <laughs> go and do the, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing you're at? Certificates that you got in one year because that's how a certificate works. You're not going to go to a doctor and say, "Well, what, I'm, what, what certificates you have? Oh, I've just been doing online videos." So, no, so you're not qualified. Has certificates. The guy has his uh, qualifications. Otherwise, you're not going to go to that doctor. So Muhammad Tijab is. Why should we go to you for Islam? Why? Qualified in four areas, including having certificates of one yeah, year. I would, not be, but I would not be qualified in Islamic studies by getting a certificate. I can talk about political if I want. I can talk about history if I want. I can talk about comparative religion. You don't, if I want. You don't even understand freedom of speech. You don't understand moral philosophy. Why? Because I've been through processes. You haven't. You, you have you have the poorest understanding of moral philosophy that I've seen in my life. That's according to a layman, do you get it? You're a layman. Well, I will. I will de- it doesn't matter whether I'm a layman or not. I will. I will never study philosophy. The misunderstanding. and said to him, "Look, I don't care what you prescribe for me. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what you should prescribe for me." He's going to okay. say, I would just like to ask a, a, a very brief question, Mahmoud A very brief question. Can I ask so you, you a very brief question? I'm not ready for this because you know why? Here's here's the reality. I ask a very brief question. You want the public, or you've you asked? Think, me, I mean, you you've think? Questions. I've allowed you to ask me all the questions. Do you think that because I am an? Do you think that because I'm an atheist who doesn't believe in God? I can answer. Do you think that because I'm an atheist who doesn't believe in God, that means I have no morals. And uh, okay, let me think, ask you a question. Let me have no morals by ripping you up. You ripped up the brand. Yeah, that's oh what I'm saying. I'm sorry, people like you. I'm sorry for people like you, Apus. I'm genuinely sorry because what are you doing with your life right Adam, now? You're Adam right? Sally, you have an IQ of 80, 85. Maybe. No, no, I have an IQ. Stop talking to me about Apus. Of one. You're, you're, you're a loser. You're a loser. One, you're a loser. One, is, one is not how IQ works. So Turkish people do not claim you. Turkish people do not claim you. I don't care if he's an athlete. He's, he's a creative. No, no, I, I, I am deeply sorry. If you insult me, I will insult you back. That's what just Adam Salah has an athlete. Body. I'm, ask, I'm asking you a question. I don't care. I, I have no muscles here. I have no muscles. I don't care. That means nothing. Relax. What you're saying? You your child. Masculinity means nothing. I'm asking you a simple question. Because I do not believe in God and because I am an atheist, do you, as somebody who claims to be an expert in philosophy, do you think it is right to claim that I can have no morals and that it is therefore for me completely indifferent? You, 
What rip the Quran. Quran. You laugh at someone eating the Quran. You, you, Go ahead, ask the question. As far as I have no morals. You have no morals. No, no, no. Let me answer his question. Let me answer his question. Honestly, I'm not saying that atheists cannot have morals. I was atheist. What? You said that to me. Oh, no, he he just goes. said no. He just said he, he doesn't no, believe that. that. No, no, hold on. Let me tell you my answer. Yeah, let me answer can I okay, answer? Go ahead, go ahead, answer. Sorry, Amar. Come on. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm not saying that atheists. That's never been what I said. I've never said. That. I'm very careful with my articulation. Sure. I never say that atheists can never cannot have morals. What I will say is that an atheist cannot have a claim to objective morality, which is different. So I'm saying this. On an atheistic worldview, yeah, you can't tell me anything morally. You can't tell me you should do this and you shouldn't do this. Why? Because on because on atheism, you have no mechanism which anchors morality. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I've done I've done the work. You haven't. That's the difference. There's even even people like John Stuart Mill. We talk about liberalism. Yeah, they candidly tell you there is no proof that can tell you objectively in the book of uh, on utilitarianism that there's no proof to show that this is an object of morality so what i'll say is that you can never make you can your major arguments a lot of your major arguments yourself and many of the people like you against islam is how is this and this is immoral this and that what i'm saying to you is that morally speaking yeah as an atheist you have no anchorage meaning you cannot claim anything is objective otherwise i'll say to you look Give me your mechanism, because you're on the record of saying that bestiality is okay. You're on the record of saying that I'm, I'm, I have never said that. I have, I have, I have never said that bestiality is okay. I've never even talked about bestiality. It's okay, you said incest is okay. No, I have never said that either. You said that. Well, you think incest is okay? I right? have, I have, I have never said that. Whoa. I've seen that hey, DM yo, uh, on Ali Dawa, and I see that DM. You I have never. Said I've seen what you wrote. Well, we will see. I have you never said that. Hey man. I, I've, I've said to Ali, I've, I've said to Ali Dawa, he asked me, do you think it's okay for a, for the father and the son to have sex? I yeah. said, if there was no harm to society oh. and to the individual, shut up. I said, if there evidently Whoa. was no hey, harm yo. to society and to, and, and to the individuals in having incest, then there would be no problem with it. But, oh, wow. Wow. but that is not reality because... But that is not. But that is not reality because, what? Such, going because on? such a intercourse will have uh, harm on the individuals and the society, which is why incest is not okay. Can which you? Is what I clearly said. Can you objectively prove the harm principle. We can. We could go lengthy into the discussion of, on no, that. I'm, right now, you said something. You I made will, a, I will not, dis I will not discuss. You asked me to. I will not discuss it. I'm correcting. I'm correcting the plan which you prove the harm principle. No, I will not. You cannot. That's the answer. You I will. I will. I can and I will. And no, you within, can't. Within, within, within this week it. or next week, no, I will not know. not pretend to be a wait, wait. I do not believe that there is in, intrinsic uh, objective morality. I don't right? believe. You don't believe in objective morality? I don't believe that there, that there is inherent objective morality. Which does not, which does not objective morality. Do you understand philosophy at all? There is morality. There is morality. There is morality on a descriptive level and on, uh, on, 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 a, on, a, on a level in which you prescribe it to society. I do not believe that intrinsically there is objective morality in the world. I do not believe. Sorry, I don't understand that. Sorry, I do not believe that uh, a human who is who is born into the world yeah. has has an objective has objective moral values. I do not believe that. No, that doesn't I, make sense. What you're saying. I do not believe that. I believe that there may be your articulation is flawed. Your articulation is flawed. What is flawed? No, do you know why? Because what you're saying is, I do not believe when a human being has. Uh, morality is not possessive in that sense. 
you're, 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 you're all over the place. You either no, believe I'm, I'm saying that you either believe in objective morality or you don't. You're I, either subjectivist I, or subjectivist. Which one of the two are you? Are you subjectivist I, or objectivist? Fine. I, I do not. I do not agree. Let, let, let me say it in different words for you because you don't understand basic. No, because you don't understand English as a first. Uh, you don't understand basic English. Don't try uh, it. Don't try for, it. You didn't make sense in your articulation. Now you're trying to make me look like the person. No, your articulation is flawed. So now in a proper way. And for a brute like you, I would like to say uh, there is a difference between saying a society has intrinsic morality and the difference between saying a society should have morality or a society should have morals and society has morals. Do morals exist reality or not? Yes or do you? That is not how it works. That is not how this works. Yeah, really. So there's something that's called moral realism. What's no, not is, are an atheist is objectively real or not? Are they real or not? Are they are, are the person, moral, the person can have objective moral values, subjective moral values, relative moral values, and moral are, they, are they objective or subjective? What in your view? What say it again? I didn't understand you. Okay, my, my question to you is so simple. Like what? my question to you is what? morality, is it objective? Or not? Are there such a thing as objective moral? I don't think so. So okay, good. So 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 the, and therefore all of your moral arguments have have collapsed against Islam. No, you've collapsed all your moral ones. Yes, no, they have not. Yeah, that, because that, anything that, that you say that, about that, Islam that, now, that, that, anything that you say about Islam now morally doesn't make that's sense. Not how morality works. Morality. That's not how morality works. You do not. Morality works. You have believe it's objective. It's not true. It's not a, nihilist, a nihilist, for example, can be a nihilist in uh, in so far that he does not believe that there are natural moral values. Nihilism is not synonymous with objectivity, right? What are you talking about? A nihilist may believe that there are no, yeah, there yeah, are no moral not, values. They're not subjective. It's not synonymous. Nihilism is something which is. Of course, it's not. Nihilism. If you're a subjectivist, I am not. You said you're not an objectivist. You must be a subjectivist. What are you then? No, stop pretending you... Stop wait, 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 Did you just say, if I'm not an objectivist, then I must be a subjectivist? Is that You have to be. If you're not, if you don't believe in objective morality, what are you laughing at, man? So if I if I don't believe in objective morality, then I have to believe in subjective morality. Yeah, because either objective or subjective. You've got two choices. What's the third option? Go on. Thank you, thank you. I will go on. even on A level. I swear to God, wallahi, uqsum billah, you're not even a C grade A level. You're not you even a secret. If I were to, to mark your work, bro, you you're not a that I've encountered in my life. You're not on, bro, at year 10, <laughs> year 11 in ethics can get a better understanding of you. <laughs> I think a 16-year-old, a sharp 16-year-old will see that you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Now, what is the other option? You've got objective morality, subjective morality. What's the third one? 2,000 years of, of moral philosophy. No, go on, say it. What's the third nothing. option? You've either got... 2,000 years of moral philosophy. No all for nothing. Because you cannot... Objective yeah. morality, subjective morality. What's the other one? What is What's it? Do you do you think do you think there is no other option besides objective morality? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying no. there's only it's either objective or subjective. Is what's the third one? You so you think there is only objective morality? Oh my god! What's the third one? To say, <laughs> what are you laughing what? at? That's not an answer, bro. I, I, I will make a video response to you because I think this will be you hilarious. Don't need to make a video response if it's not objective, it has to be subjective. No, it's not. You're gonna get laughed at. You know, cosmic skeptics, them guys, they're gonna laugh at you, bro. No, you're gonna start to associate with this idiot. With all due oh. respect, you have not. It, it, level understanding of I have, just, I have I just asked you if it's not objective it has to be subjective there's no other option what can it be there's yeah. no crossover there's no middle ground it's either objective or not 
you're, you, that, that's the, that's why why you got it all wrong. That's why your criticisms against Islam are flawed because you don't even have a basic understanding of moral philosophy. You don't. So and you can't pretend to, to the Muslim viewers who don't uh, understand philosophy very well. Oh, you I don't know it. You have. I'm saying I'm saying to all those viewers who don't understand philosophy very well. I would like to say uh, so. What mean? What Mamet Hijab said about uh, objective morality is, for example, completely wrong. Which is, uh, Go on, give me the third option. If, if if I don't if I don't believe in objective morality, for example, if I'm yeah. a reason who doesn't believe in objective morality, yeah. that, that doesn't mean that I cannot have objective moral values. It can mean that I'm my objective. Either believe in objective morality or you believe in subjective morality. There's no third option. What's the third well, option? You have, no, you have just clearly said as of when I, when I asked you, you have no, just no, clearly... third option. What is the third option? Stop laughing. Stop pretending. When I just when I just ask when I just ask thank you. Whether, thank you. When I just asked you about whether an atheist can have objective morality, you said that if oh, I don't believe in God, it's oh my God, we know he said that. What's the third? What's the third? I'm not going to the third option. Atheist, I'm not the third option. You had hope in this guy. The great atheist can have objective morals. An atheist can objective. Objective. There's no third option. An atheist may have objective morals that are. What's the third option? They have objective morals that are not based on the belief in God, for example, I'm, which is that's a different discussion. You either believe in objective morality or subjective morality. You're saying there's a third option. What is the third option? I'm not saying to you. I would surprise you with that. There's no third option. You will not. Let's let's leave it by it. I asked you the question. Look, I I was the one. I was the one. I was the one. With all due respect, Mama, Look, what, was I was I not the one? Was, was I not the one who asked you the question? It. Was I not the one who asked the question whether there are only three? Submit to the knowledge. Allow it. What was, I not, was I not the one who asked you whether there are only two? Pardon? I was the one. I was the one who asked you yeah, whether you are... Or subjective. What you got the third? Right, right, we're done. We're done. I asked you this question because I want yeah, to respond yeah, to yeah. you. What's the third option? If it's not objective, it has to be subjective. I will not respond to you because I know how you... Well, why don't you, why don't you answer the question? You're not answering answer all your questions. You're not answering his question. He's not going to have a debate with me online. That's the reason why. No, for the same reason that you're not going to have a, have a debate with me online because you're scared. Oh, so, you know what? You know, I don't think, I don't I think mean, things even going anywhere. You know, I know. I, 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 I think so. You haven't shown your abilities. To be I, I, I am playing. I'm playing by my standards. You're playing by your standards. Whatever. I'm playing by my standards. I will. I will take my discussions to my platform and respond to you. And people will laugh at you. You really have nothing to say, do you? You really have nothing to say. Because here's the thing: we talked about science, and we realized. I challenge you to a debate on whether Islam is the truth. That. And you have been no, scared to debate one simple topic with me. No one, which you've said, you said you don't believe in objective morality. If you don't believe in objective morality, which means this means, any, this, this, you know what the implication is? The implication is this: the implication is any argument you get, make against Islam, which is moral. If you're asking about uh, age of consent or apostasy or penal laws or anything you want to ask, from this day onwards, you have no it's right. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's why. That's why. It could you can't mean that my morality. It could mean that my morality is based on. your morality. I could, for example, argue that that morality is completely based on on utilitarianism, for example, yeah, which is one example. Bentham, Jeremy Bentham, who is the who's the founding father of utilitarianism, they these individuals never said that it was objective. What it it, it doesn't depend on individuals. This is not how it works. It utilitarianism. Does. Utilitarianism is an idea. It doesn't mean that it has to abide by the who, ideas. Who, who, who made the idea of utilitarianism? Who is, the, who is the philosophical founding father of utilitarianism? That's not how this works. Philosophy doesn't work in a way that if you have a... Who, who put forward utilitarianism? Let me educate you. Uh, you can't because who, I'm telling you who is the founding father of utilitarianism. You can't even answer that. 
Is this another? Have you read Jeremy Bentham's books? One, one more question. Is this another time? Honestly, have you read it? Is this another assertion that you're making? If you abide by a certain moral philosophy, you have to agree with the with one person. Jeremy Bentham. Who is he? Is it what is what you're saying that if is what you're saying that if you abide by a moral philosophy, you have to agree with what one certain person who founded the philosophy or who has influenced it no, said not that. that. What I'm saying is this, that, that, that is what you just no, 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 the definition I, can't, I can't have a utilitarianism. I can't have a utilitarianism. What's the definition of utilitarianism? I can't have a utilitarian point of view while what's not abiding by certain... I'm asking you a basic question, man. What's never the answer no question. You're not asking, you're not asking a question. What's I the definition know. of utilitarianism? For it, uh, the greatest, it, it, the greatest number. It depends. For example, if, if a society decides that, right. if a society decides, if a society decides that some, I'm answering your goddamn question. What? If a society decides that something is good, that something is better for, for for society, to which they come as a result of the common consensus or due to new findings, then it means that this will be a law that society has agreed on, and this is utilitarianism. No, it's not, you, that's not that's not a definition of utilitarianism. Utilitarianism is not defined like that by any moral or political philosopher. By the way, just and I've written essays on utilitarianism. I'm really curious. I've written, by the way, I've got some something written on utilitarianism as well. It's called liberalism, and you can find it on for, for free. Mohammed Hajar put it on Google. If something uh, is good for society, liberalism, that means good. Liberalism, and you can find it for free. I've written about the stuff you claim to talk about. I've written about it, bro. I've, what, will I've published you, what will you not pick now? What will you correct? Well, if I've, something I've, is good for society, it's good. Arrogate to me. You're not a professor. You're not my senior. You're At this point, at this point, I feel like plus you should just go. And uh, read Mohammed Hajab's books because you seem like you're very lost, they're very misunderstood with Islam. So I, I recommend you to go. One thing, one, yeah. one thing on this. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get back. Let's get back. Please, please, please. Just allow me, just for a second. Yeah. You yeah. Tell, tell I, I've just described. Let me just get, get educate, let me educate you. Let me share my knowledge with you. And what's wrong? You educate me from your little no knowledge from your Google search. Let me educate you. <laughs> knowledge. <Let me> <laughs> Utilitarianism, yeah, greatest number, the greatest amount of people. Now, so isn't that isn't that what I just said? Isn't that what I just said? Isn't that what I just described? Hold on for a second. Hold on. You didn't. You use democratic logic. It's different. What I'm saying is what Jeremy in his book said. What Jeremy Bentham in his book he said. He said it's very. It's interesting because there's a Quranic argument against this. It's really interesting. He said, you've got two lords. You've got the lord of pain and you've got the lord of pleasure. What the Quran says, Have you seen the one who has taken his own desires as a god? So it's interesting. The Quran has actually addressed utilitarianism in, a, in, a, in, a, in an interesting kind of way. Now, the thing is, what John Stuart Mill said is that, say if you have a gang rape, gang rape scenario, yeah? This is a common analogy that's put forward. You've got a gang rape scenario. So you've got one woman and then you've got five men and they're all having their goals with her and she's not wanting it. She's, she's getting raped, yeah? You got finished. Now, in this situation, is this good? Now, obviously, according to utilitarianism in a strict sense, it's allowed because obviously there's no harm principle in place. So John Stuart Mill said, look, in order to allow society to function, we have to put a harm principle in place. So that's how utilitarianism kind of was absorbed into social liberalism. Yeah. Now, with social liberalism, here's my point. Uh, John Stuart Mill, who really was a utilitarian at heart. And by the way, his father, James Mill, was Jeremy Bentham's friend. They were, they were buddies. Yeah. Like this guy who wrote about utilitarianism, his father, James Mill, were friends. Now, he wrote a book. Now, in that book, he said, in, on utilitarianism is the name of the book, on chapter four. Yeah, he, he talked about proving utilitarianism. Now, he didn't, mention, he didn't name it like that. He named it a long uh, thing as Cosmic Skeptical in the Debate. But anyway, he took like a, a long um, title. 
but it's candid in there. He talks about desirability, yeah? He doesn't in any way, shape or form try and say that utilitarianism is in any way an objective morality. This is the problem. You're, what I'm saying is it's you're saying you can have objective morality through utilitarianism. It's but changing. Jeremy Bentham and John Stuart Mill, who were the philosophical, philosophical founding fathers, they candidly said you can't really have that kind of thing. It's more to do with, it's not meant to be an objective morality in that sense. So in other words, if you're, if you're pegging your moral value judgments on utilitarianism, you can't go and attack the Quran because you know why? You don't have an anchorage. You don't have an objective morality. So I have just described utilitarianism. The Quran says this and that. You can't say based on utilitarianism. <laughs> even according to those guys and all the way through to today's scholarship, I'm telling you, I've read the journals, bro. I have read the journals. I have people, just described utilitarianism. You have described the same thing while telling me it was wrong. I've read the journals. I've read the books. I've done the research. I've done the degrees. Please, don't don't put, don't arrogate to me, yeah? Dear, dear Muslims, dear Muslims, please listen to this honestly. We have said the thing. It's not an argument that utilitarian liberal ethical scholars say that actually utilitarianism is an object of morality. It's not. They know I really wonder if you will actually release the whole, the, the, the whole talk here. Yeah, I, I really not, have thoughts about it. Therefore, if you want to make a moral argument against Islam and say, well, Islam is against this, and therefore Islam is wrong, it's a false argument. If you're basing it on utilitarian, if that's your seedbed, if that's your intellectual and epistemological seedbed, it's not going to work. So what I'm saying is that now... You don't, you don't, have, to have, you don't have to have a specific morality. And since morality has crumbled, what have you got left? <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's so, laughing. <laughs> so, 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 so by 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 disagreeing with me, you have destroyed me. That's how it works. My question is, what you got left? <laughs> by disagreeing with me, you have destroyed me. Is that how it works? It's not. Is that you, how it works? I'm, I'm, look, I'm not here to destroy you. You're not worthy you, of me. You have, you have number one agreed with. You have number one agreed with my definition of of utilitarianism. No. When I have described in the same way. And then argue that we have destroyed it. You have responded to everything. Because I agree that we have disagreements. You have argued that we have destroyed it. At this point, you just sound you just sound really childish. And you sound like you have an IQ of 39. If you want to make Islam win, you just have to respond to people and share your opinion. Because if you share your opinion, that means... You have now won. I have to put it off you I thought he had packed the punch a little bit because he was coming rough on Twitter. He was coming tough on Twitter. He yeah. was, oh, he was going to crack. I thought this guy was eating the Quran. You uh, are an idiot. Literally, literally. You have no basic philosophy. You have no understanding of Islam. Your religion is a fraud. Your religion is fraud. You're a fraud. You have been finished. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. Defend your religion. Hey, Puss, it was good having you. And thank you for. Bro. I think at this point, thank you for nothing. you're not up to Muhammad Hijab's level. You got nothing. Anyway, not you I really, nothing. You're finished. No, but it's, no, but I, and you're finished. You're lying. And you're finished. And you're finished. And you're finished. And you're finished. May you go read the books of Muhammad Hijab and, you know, seek guidance. Blessings. Anyway, who cares about your wife? Would you? She's she's care about, about, you care about your wife, right? If people want to rape your wife, would you care about peace them? and blessings? Peace and blessings. Sorry, move now. Move. 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 he's out. He's done. We're done with this guy. Muhammad, Muhammad Hijab. Honestly, I'm uh, so much, so much respect to you for your for your patience. So much respect for your for like you you going through with. With these, like, with these ex-Muslim haters, because some of them have, ha I feel like they're just against you. They're not against. Go to the Zoom, Zoom. I feel like they're against it you, is. not against. It.
Like, like they're just trying to use you as, oh, look, look. But they have no way out, you know, when they yeah, talk I, about... Look, I'll be honest with you, Adam. Like, you know, this guy is meant to be one of their main guys online. Yeah, he was his, his social yeah. media and this. They're backing him. This was, look, you, I, I've I seen it. I've seen it. The best he could present. So he started talking about science, okay? When he, when he talked about science, we realized that he, you know, he realized, whoa, this guy's got answers from the early generations. So he's yes. trying to say, because, mm. you know, it's true. He has a video saying that the top whatever reasons why Islam is false. And then he mentioned yeah. the shape of the earth. So I thought, okay, let's look and see if he's speaking the truth. We realized that actually early scholars of Islam were saying the earth was round based on the Quran. So that's, that's nothing. That's not even an argument. And then we talked about morality. And that's where he really struggles because yeah. he doesn't know philosophy. He doesn't know these things and he hasn't been trained in them. And that's why he shouldn't get, like, I would like, for, for example, I mentioned Nganu once, but I wouldn't want to get into the ring of Nganu because, you know, I know it's going uh, to cost me my life maybe or concoct. <laughs> yeah. But why would you go into, why would you come into an intellectual arena with someone who's clearly done more work than you have? Yeah, and study. 100%. And also that you, you're coming as a teacher. You're not a teacher. You know, you're a person who's ripped up the Quran. You, yeah. you're, 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 you're acting arrogantly. But when you're actually put into an intellectual arena, you suffer miserable losses. Yes. This is a horrible yes. loss. Like, what actual point has he made today that's made any Muslim think Islam is false? Nothing, nothing at all. No. I, I feel like that he was just trying to take advantage of me and Slim because he knows that we're we're not you know that knowledgeable not knowledgeable about Islam and don't know you know as you, mashallah, you know. You proved the, he just felt stupid to me. He just seemed so childish, and he's using us as having a low IQ. He's trying to take advantage of our platform. So I'm so thankful and grateful for Bro, you being here, Muhammad Hajab. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah, he's saying you have low IQ. Who is he to say that to you, bro? Yeah, you guys, both of you have shown your creative potential. Yeah, you you have done many things for the community. You've raised money. You've done how he's got. Look, him and the rest of the apostate friends that he's got, and the Islamophobes. I want to know where really they've raised money. Where have they done good for the community like you have? Nothing. Yeah, I don't think they've ever... Their platforms. They've got big platforms. They're taking money, but they're not giving back to the communities. They have not They have not done fundraisers. And that shows you, like, to be honest with you, on a practical level, yeah, yeah. these people are actually just all talk. And, you know, this is the reason why people like that no, never want to come face-to-face, -face, yeah? They never want to come face-to-face with those who can actually disprove them. They, they'd prefer to prey on people who haven't done the studies. And that's... That's a coward's way, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, I noticed exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's what... It's called David Woods. It's on 2 million views, yeah? I seen it. I seen yeah. that one. I seen it. He even made, like, a video the other day. Just he just he They're just haters. I feel like they're just haters of Islam, and they're... So all they do is mention them oh. being, you know... Bro, against you know, Islam, any way they could, if they could take uh, anything you guys say and just clip it. Rude, yeah? The, the, guy, the, the guy, when I saw him, he was petrified. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'd be, I'd be petrified if I see someone who's six feet seven. Oh, he's, he's three. <laughs> he's a big man himself, but I looked at him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's on video. It's on YouTube. He came. Yeah, I saw that. You rejected yeah. him. rejected him. <laughs> we were in an area that was dark by ourselves. Yeah. yeah? And I looked at him, yeah? And I, I saw him. Do you know, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to do nothing to you. I'm not going to put your... Like, he, this guy was complaining about his safety be, being in danger. And this is their narrative. Oh, the Muslims, these otherized Muslims that want to attack you and kill you and stuff. No one's asking for your death, man. Pre stop yeah, pretending, yeah. Stop pretending to be a victim so you can... Yes, off. yes. You know, this, this guy here, yeah? He's sponging off his, his followers on Patreon, yeah? Yes. I've got a Patreon. Wow. You have a Patreon. It's no problem having a Patreon. I, I don't, I've never asked anyone to go on my Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going to make a Patreon soon, but definitely we heard yeah, about Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. at the end of the day, this guy is taken from these people 
But on when it comes to actually performances, look at his performance, bro. Yeah, or nothing at all. It's like someone who's hyping it up, about to go to a boxing match, and once they go in there, they just boop, just get knocked out. That's that's how I seen it. Bro, but you're right. He's not up to. He's not at your level. He's not at your level, and he makes it seem like he's this teacher and this on Twitter. He's talking, oh, listen, all that, and you know, and then you go in. I, I got. I, 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 I rate you, Muhammad, for uh, for dealing with people like this all the time. Like seriously, oh, but like you know, with these kinds of people, I'm like you know, if it was just me, and you, I, I was, I was, I'm, I'm really like. Want to have a conversation with you guys on the level, you know, and show you? Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. But but I, I learned a lot from you, even throughout this talk. I learned a lot more, and I'm pretty sure to everyone that's watching, they learned a lot. And I'm so so glad that Ali Dawa told me because I was about to get manipulated by him. He's making it seem like trying to trick me, like, oh, you you seem very nice, you seem very nice, blah blah. And then I'm glad it went this way, you know, <laughs> it went this way where he we had him, and he was trying to like take advantage and. It came unexpected. It just came out of nowhere. You his face, him. man. His face when he saw your, you saw you join was was, was priceless. Yeah. Honestly, he was so. He's like, no, yeah. Mohammed Hijab, no, I'm yeah. not no, no, to no, no, no. In the beginning, he said, yeah, he said, I would love to speak to Mohammed Hijab. Like, he made it seem you couldn't hear him, but he was, like, I love to speak. I was like, okay. Yeah, and you started talking, and then he just. I want to hear that bit, man. Yeah, no, no. You, you, you definitely said it. You definitely said it. He was going crazy. <laughs> oh, trust me, it'll be a very, uh, it's very oh. like, um, what do you call it? Popular episode of uh, social. Oh, a very, very interesting, interesting episode. He got finished, literally finished. Hamas. Yeah, yeah that's it. Gone, that's it. But um, uh, Mohammed Hajab, I want you to tell us more about like, more about yourself. When when do you start? <laughs> you know, not honestly, like seriously. I, I have some comedians. We have a few questions. Like, what? Yeah. When do you start? You know, getting into this and and going all over, you know, online and these giving giving debates and stuff. Yeah. Bro, I'll be honest with you. Like I've always, when I was in school and stuff like that, like when I was 15, 16, 17, I started to become a bit religious, yeah. And I had friends of mine and stuff like that that I, I wanted to share Islam with them. So I was it's always been in it's, it's always been in my my vein in my, my blood Mashallah. to to try and share Islam with them because I come to the conclusion that we actually have evidences for Islam. I was trying to present that to him. Yeah, the evidences to Islam from from God's existence all the way through to the prophethood of Prophet Muhammad Yeah, we have mm -hmm. evidence. We're not coming with our uh, just believe in blind faith. We're not coming with this kind of rhetoric. We're saying we have evidence for everything we want to say, from the, the existence of God all the way through to Prophet Muhammad So we say, look. In terms of the existence of God, to run you through this, we say you can either come from nothing or that the universe created itself or that there must have been some kind of creator. And we say, logically speaking, it makes more sense that there was a cause to the universe. And that cause was the intelligent cause, the one who created the universe with, with all this kind of like fine-tuned qualities. Yeah, If the earth was yeah. just a little bit to the left or to the right, it would be too hot or too cold. We would not live. Yeah. The, the properties of the universe are finely tuned for human existence. And then when you look at the Prophet Muhammad himself, and when he came with, with the evidence, and that, you know, the fact that he himself had the Qur'an, and the Qur'an, like I said, is preserved. We have the evidence to show that it's preserved. There's no contradictions in the book. We have the evidence, and we're willing to argue with anybody on this, that this book has no contradictions. And it, because something with, is a contradiction is not true. So this book is, 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 is free from contradictions, number two. Number three, we look at the fact that the Quran talks about the future events. And I spoke about some of those. Yes. And, yes. and subhanAllah, it's amazing how accurate the Prophet, you know, there's the hadith. I'll just give you one taste or example. I gave some already, but I'll give one more. You know, there's a beautiful hadith I was thinking about the other day that was talking about in the future, there's going to become a time that there's, the people are going to be reclining in leather seats on something called Sarj. Now, Suruj kind of... Uh, Similar to the word surujan, which is means sun. But this this word here means uh, basically like a boat 
But what, but here the Prophet ﷺ is talking about something that's going to be gliding on the earth. He said that there's going to come a time where people are literally driving in these vehicles and they're going to be reclining on leather seats. You know, and obviously here it's yeah, yeah. cars. Subhanallah. Yeah. And this is a hadith yeah. which is real. So we have the Prophet of Islam a thousand four hundred years ago telling us about cars and telling us about Yatatawaluna fil Bunyan, the fact that it's going to be long tall buildings, and telling us about all these things that are going to happen in the future, historical events that are taking place. Wallahi, there's no religion on the face of the earth. Wallahi, there's no religion on the face of the entire earth that is so accurate and that is free from contradictions and which has a perfect understanding of God, which is that he is one God worthy of worship. There can't be two gods because if there was two gods, they would outstrip one another for power. So we have all the evidences, the logical evidences, the historical evidences, um, the, the scriptural evidences. We have all the evidences. When I realized that and I wanted to share it with my friends in my school, you know, I shared, my, you know, and I started doing that. And then one day I went to Speaker's Corner and, you know, Speaker's Corner is like yeah. 20 yeah. minutes from my house. So I just, I used to go there. And then subhanAllah, it just, it, it kind of happened naturally where we used to go there and stuff. But before that, I was deeply interested. So I wanted to learn the Arabic language. I wanted to do these things. I wanted to memorize the Quran. Do you get it? I wanted to go through Islamic seminary. I wanted to learn philosophy. I wanted to learn history. I wanted to learn theology. I wanted to learn these things so I can nice. engage wow, wow. with people, man. Like, I want to do it on a level where I don't want to be talked down by an Islamophobe. I don't want anybody yeah, to come and yeah. say, look, wow, I've, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I don't want that. So if someone's coming to me and say, look, I'm going to talk down at you like this guy tried to do. I'm going to say, no, yeah. sorry, I've done the training, bro. You know, I can yeah, come yeah. to you and say, you haven't done what I've done. And I feel like that's a community thing, that I'm, I'm a servant for the community. As a, as a Muslim, I want to be Mashallah. a servant for the Muslim community. So I'm sharing this knowledge just for me, like 10, 10 years worth, uh, what do you call it, 10 years of work. Because I feel like I want the Muslim community to benefit the most from the most cutting edge arguments that we have to offer. Yeah, and we work as a team. So we have brothers like Zishan. You know Zishan. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a creative expert. You know, he's like amazing yeah. when it comes to technology and, and this. And, yeah. and he knows the arguments as well. You have people like Sabur Ahmed, who's an expert in evolution. You have Ali Dawa, who's great with nice. the youth. And he's looking into these things. And he knows how to. He's, he's a creative expert himself, man. He's, he's very clever. To make Dawa appealing mm -hmm. to young people is not easy. Yeah. We have 100%, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, man. And we have people like Hamza Zorsis who've written hundred, you know, hundred thousand page books like Divine Reality, who like we put our life into this because we love Islam, we love the Prophet, you know, we love uh, we want to do as much as we can for the community. You get it? And that's well, that's really where we are. And I and I really with you guys, wallahi, the moment I saw you guys, and I, to be honest with you, I saw like the drama between you and uh, um, Dawa man and Ali Dawa and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't involved yeah. In I thought to myself, man, do you know what? I, that's not the approach I want to take with these guys. Because I saw something else. I saw like these guys, are, there's a few videos that you had. And I thought, oh, these guys are pro-Islam. Wallahi, I said yeah. that these guys, I know these guys are pro-Islam. I don't care what they do. Course, yeah? I don't course, care yeah. what they do. I don't care who, I'm not saying the stuff of Allah, what you do. Like, do yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. care what you do. I, I knew it. I can see from the, from the passion that you guys had that these guys were pro-Islam. And that's, oh, wallahi, I made dua. And I know Dawah man said that because I saw oh. that beautiful uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I made dua for you guys. I said, may Allah, wallahi, I said this maybe about three or four years ago. Mashallah. When I first came across your video, I said, may Allah make them be the people who spread Islam and at least make the community, yeah, the Muslim community, give them something back. Whether it's charity, whether it's basic education, whether it's helping them out, whether it's tackling Islamophobia or a combination of these things. Or whether it's humanizing Muslims. Bro, you guys do a good job in humanizing Muslims. You get it? You guys, because yeah. people think Muslims are some. Look, look at this guy. How he was trying yeah, to yeah. he was trying to yeah. some killers, bro. 
And we are not. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying to. Yeah, he's trying to get he a headline. His, he's trying to get a headline. He's like trying about to, saying something, and he's like, oh, just, yeah. oh, Adam Saleh and Muhammad Hijab approve of killing a prostitute. Yeah. In exactly. the that, that's what he's looking for. He asked that same question for like twenty five minutes. I mean, is this well, your point? Like, feel, yeah. look, rope a dope. I'm happy to take because the thing is, we have the answers, bro. I'm, and we're not. Yeah, of course, of course. This, this is my answer. I'll lie. I'd, I'd say this to a Muslim. I'd say this because I'm the kind of guy. You know, I've been in trouble for saying things that are wild. I, I don't care. Like, what? Well, I'm protected yeah. under law. This, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've been fired from places. Like, I say things and do things that I don't care. Like, and, and to be honest, if if it's truth, it's truth. But having said that, this is the truth I came with. I'm not trying to distort the religion. I'm not trying to bend the rules. I'm 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 working within the thing. So what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, like I think with you two, Allah Aladim. You guys, wallah, you make me smile. You, you, you guys have incredible potential. More so than all of the Dawah guys combined. Yeah, I'm telling you. You too. I, I appreciate it. No, no, no. Yeah. You know why? Because you have access to a different kind of market. You are mainstream. We, we are getting there, but we're not in the level that you've no. But no, you've, no, got, you, you've humanized the Muslims. Like, one of the things is that people, they otherize us. They think that we're, wallahi, they, they literally, you know that, that image of the guy that's cutting the neck of, and, you know, they want to... To make it a caricature, like an ugly image of this Muslim who wants to kill you and take over your yeah. life. Yes, yes, I, I noticed that they try to make you. When in reality, mashallah, you're a well-respected, smart man, you know, and they're just trying to look, trying to bring you down. But it's not just honestly, me. it's about the entire community. They want the entire yeah. community, yeah, to be looked like that, yeah. so that so that we, yes. we can be deported, or so that yes. they can go into our countries and invade them. And you see yeah. what's happening with Yemen now, you know. Yes. So, yes. Allah, this, what's happening with Yemen, and how many people are talking about it? How many people? You guys are. Rarely, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm guilty. Yeah. I'm, I actually feel ashamed of myself because I spoke. I went to Rohingya. Uh, sorry, I went to um, Cox's Bazaar on the border with the Rohingya. I went to Africa. I've done campaigns, but I haven't done too much about Yemen. And I'm, you know, I there's, there's still time. There's still time. I'm, there's still I'm, definitely yeah, I, time. I actually in. feel sometimes why haven't I spoken about Yemen that much? And you guys have done a beautiful job of that. You know, raising money and these things. And bro, this is not. These are things that really, bro. You're saving lives. It's a big, big, big. big Honestly, we, we we look up to you. We look up to you, Ali Dawa, Smile to Jenna, um, uh, Dawa Man. All you guys, we look up to you guys so much. And thank you guys for having our back when people like this who who are try, try to tarnish, you know, you know, Islam and try to make it seem like because if it wasn't for you guys, you know, giving the knowledge and even you know teaching us too and teaching everyone who's watching and listening, then we wouldn't know, you know. At the end of the day, we know that Islam is the truth, and this guy was just a phony. He was just literally a phony. It seemed like he was just going on and trying to yeah, take you're advantage right. and you're right and, and give people doubts of Islam. But I we appreciate well honestly, we want to learn more and definitely and definitely speak a lot more. We need to do another episode with you, like a yeah. full on episode oh, with you, you know, because this guy was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's so much better talking with you than that. That guy was just anytime, cool. anytime you guys need me, I'm there, bro. I'm telling you because. You guys, like I said to you before, I look up to you guys. I, 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 do you know what? And nah, what, you told, nah, you told, man. Nah, nah, you look down <laughs> we look up to you. We look up to you. It's feeling like the Dawah community that uh, we, a lot of the brothers are judgmental. A lot of the brothers, I feel like, oh, we're doing the right and we're waiting to, so you can go kiss a girl or you know do something haram so we can make a refutation video. That, to be honest with you, here's what I want to say to you, yeah. Yeah. Us making a mistake is ten times more problematic than you making a mistake because what us as the Dawah guys, so yes, guys, yes. We're meant to be representing Islam on an intellectual level. You guys are not. You got so yeah, yeah. we, if we are trying to get fame, yeah, through uh, religious goods that we're selling. Let's say for the sake of argument, like, we are ten times worse than you because we're doing shirk asghar. We're doing what you call riyat. 
We're, we're using the religion to try and become famous. You guys are clear that you're not you're not even using the religion. You're just having fun. So if yeah. you guys are doing haram, yeah, yes, haram is haram. We're not going to say it's halal, but yeah, we're doing, using the religion in a sense. That's an added that's an added problem, bro. So you guys need to tell us, like you know, check us of our intentions. This whole thing of uh, we're we're here to check you guys. No. No, no, it's not. No, like, no, no, no. This, this, that's, that's way. That's in the past. That's in the past. Bro, We're grown, and honestly, I, I feel like we come to you guys now. We come to you guys now to ask you guys. Honestly, you can ask even Ali Dawa and Dama. I message them. I message you too. Like, what you know? What should I respond to these people who try to make Islam look bad and they try to bring us down? We bring, we bring you guys. And as Slim said, you know, this, this made us all unite. You know, people like this made us all unite because I remember I did something messed up and I wanted to stop. You know, having this like. This haram thing that I was doing, I wanted to stop it. And Ali Dawa and Dawa man, they they just they just helped me, you know. And, and I felt like it's it was a sign from God and a sign from Allah too to have you right now. And it's making all of us, you know, just just getting better every day, getting better, closer to Allah every day, getting closer to Allah every day. I also saw that I saw a video of yours that I really like. Is uh, it was a video you're responding to a Logan Paul about God. He was talking about God. Yes, I, lo yes. I love that video so much. And uh, inshallah, I really hope you do get on this podcast. But you know. He follows me on Twitter, so maybe I could, you know, slide him. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready for yeah, it. I'll, I'll DM, I got you. I got Yo, you. I'll Logan, slide, I'll slide, I'll slide like, a little DM for him. I don't, I don't think Logan Paul's ripping up Qurans. I don't think it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. That, he's I, more open to He's more like, open. But I think you'll be you'll be a, a great candidate yeah. to, like, really represent Islam and speak. I'm you're, happy you're very educated. podcast, bro, and talk to him. I'd travel for that because, to be honest with you, yeah. the Muslim community requires, like I said, representation. And yeah. um, I'm really, really like, I'm glad that he's, he's paid attention because he actually mentioned in one of his, um, I think, thing, he said there's a Muslim guy. And I think he was talking about Ivan. No, I think he was talking about you. I think he was yeah. talking yeah, about you. He's big words, isn't it? So that's a, I think he might have been talking about me. So if, if it is me, then I'm happy to travel whenever the COVID allows. Or if he, if he wants me to do it on podcasts like this on Skype or Zoom, then that's easy to arrange, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, you know, if anyone listening and watching, make sure you guys go tag Logan Paul and tag Mohammed Hijab. Let him know, you know, I feel like Logan Paul would definitely listen and be be more civilized than than that uh, child, than that child Apus. Yeah. So I would love to see you guys, see you guys together and talking. I feel like Logan Paul, even though you know with the whole boxing stuff going on, I feel like he's also really smart. Yeah, and you too, also really smart. You know, the biggest and, the biggest mistake Logan Paul made is that he made it a boxing yeah. match with him and um, what's his name, KSI. Because you KSI, know, yeah. I saw this guy actually doing a grappling match with uh, Costa. If from yeah, a, yeah, yeah, you know, do you yeah, know, the, the UFC, yeah, UFC guy, he's, 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 he's fighting, he's fighting next month, Sonia, yeah. Oh, well, Costa against yeah. um, Adesanya, wow, fighting. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was wrestling. Oh, him. you saw Logan Paul wrestle Costa, yeah, he's wrestling of him, like grappling, like wrestling with uh, Costa and Costa, Wallahi. Yeah. This guy was giving Costa run for his money, and I'm thinking, if you wow. did an MMA match and if you learn how to put your bo your punching and your bloody thing together, you probably would have destroyed KSI. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah, MMA would I think that's what he wanted first. I think that's what he wanted MMA first. Yeah, yeah I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to big him up a little bit so he could put me on the podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think he definitely has a lot of potential, and he he's never had an episode where you know he had someone who's talk someone like you. He's never had anyone like you on. His podcast, so I think that would be really, really amazing. I think it would be interesting too, you know, like just to see, like you know, someone who, someone of the Western world, you know, talk with Muhammad Hijab, you know, one on one talking about Islam and stuff. So yeah. I think it'd be very interesting, and it'll be good to uh, reach out to a broader audience besides just Muslims, you know, to people who are just trying to find we're gonna, themselves. We're gonna, in their faith, so. since he follows him on Twitter, after this, we're gonna, we're gonna DM him. I'll DM him. See, I got you. I got you, Muhammad. And see, we see what's up. Inshallah, he'll reply. Inshallah, he, he replied yeah. to me a couple times, but Inshallah, you know, I got you. Beautiful, bro. If you, if you guys need anything from me at all. Bro, I'm Wallahi, both of you, I'm at your service, honestly. And just oh, brother, honestly, with, with, with everything, I'm uh, 
like knowledge with Islam, I would definitely contact you because I always, I always feel like, nah, I need to get, I need to get through you guys first. You know, I, I feel like I look, as I said, I, I look up to you guys. I look up to you. Before I was looking at it as hate, but now I no, now it's now it's seeing people trying to you know laugh at us fighting. Nah, that that's not it. This is doing this that is for it. A long time, like this guy David Wood apparently, because you know when you made that video about um when you went on, uh, what do you call it, the airplane, they'll be racist to you and whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's done plenty of videos. I mean, that guy is, as a, he's that guy's a clown. Yeah, he's a clown, a clown, man. Like, and these yeah. guys have even when you were doing that, they were attacking you. So there needs to be an intellectual, you know, there needs to be a, a knowledge based response. It's not just because content has to be. Yes. At the end of the day, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Um, what you guys are great at, cr creative content, entertainment. You know, what I'm trying to say, um, uh, engagement. All of that, you guys are experts and specialists in. And whatever this dumb guy said about you, he's jealous. Because at the end of the day, he came on your podcast. You'd never go on his. And he, yeah. he, was, he, he was using you guys because he knows that people love you guys up. And that's the reality. People love you guys up because you're real and authentic individuals. Yeah? And that's what people like. People like real stuff. They don't like fake guys like him, a fraud. Do you get it? 100%. So, 100%. so for that reason, yeah, it's, it's, it's always there. And I'm, and I'm happy that I have you guys as friends. And you know what I'm trying to say? Anytime... You guys need a response. We're there, and you know, my uh, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate that so much. Honestly, alhamdulillah. You know, tell Zishan we said salam. We, we, I here, think we've seen him around. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Zishan, yo, he's good. He be helping a lot with the camera, with the camera yeah, stuff. I like Zishan, that. That's good. Zishan, I want to say something about Zishan. Zishan's the man. Well, like, he does a lot of work. He is. He is. He is. He my is. brother. My brother. You I know, see his production I, and everything is amazing. Seriously, like, and, I really yo, and I, I love you. I, I love you. What you guys doing together? I think huh? uh, with the webcam thing, what we're going to do, we're going to send you the um, footage that we recorded on the camera. Amazing. Clearer. Because this awesome, awesome. Good. Amazing. I think this looks a bit dead, isn't it? The webcam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll ask Apos to send his footage too. I'm asking. <laughs> I ain't going to do nothing, man. Trust me. We better he ain't gonna send it. Quick Get ready. He's going to post tweets right now and talk like a lot of, a lot yeah. of crap. He's going to talk about it. Have you him permission to put his, uh, this up on his channel as well? I didn't no. give him no permission, yes, but I'm can't do it. I, copyright strike the, the guy ever tries it, man. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I I don't know if he's gonna put anything, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna try to upload something. So if you don't um, just copyright strike him straight away, man. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a more, yeah, we can do that. We honestly can do that. <laughs> I don't think he's, he's gonna upload anything. If, if well, you even if he does, no one Huh? You give us permission. Do you want us to take a little bit like 100, eight minutes? hundred percent. Yes. You have all the permission. You can post everything. Okay. Yeah. You can post everything. Thank you, bro. After uh, tomorrow. When are we posting it? When are we going to post it? We're going to post a trailer tomorrow, but we're also going to put probably the full video on Thursday. So, yeah, so the but we're going to link your channel as well, too. So you, so you can post your side of the yeah. version as well, you know? So, so uh, around Wednesday, Wednesday, like 7, 8 p.m. UK time, we'll ha it'll be up. But the audio will, will be out tomorrow. Oh, okay, 7, 8. Okay. Nice one, man. So, yeah. The audio will be out. I I'll keep you updated. Yeah. I I'll keep you updated. All right, perfect, man. Beautiful. My perfect. brother, my brother. Salam to you and Zishan. Inshallah, we'll see you guys uh, in the UK. We're definitely going to come there soon. Most definitely, we're going to be there inshallah, soon. Inshallah, inshallah. Jazakumullah. 100%. This year, this year. Give 100%. a bicep. Let me see a bicep. Me? Hey, yes, yes. Yeah. It's not. Hey, hey, hey yeah, you go. Yo, I would love to see a boxing uh, uh, MMA match. <laughs> Logan Paul and, like, and oh. Muhammad Hajab. Right? Hey, yo. Muhammad Hajab is too big, bro. <laughs> no, man, I, no, I, no. I, I seen you, you what you did to Jedi. You scared him. I'm not Jedi. <laughs> Jedi's not. <laughs> I saw that, man. It was so funny. <laughs> My brothers, I, I'm, uh, uh, I'll text you. Send us the footage whenever you ask can, then, right? All right. Jazakumullah khairan, guys. Jazakumullah. Habibi, shukran. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Thank you. 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 Th